If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. They used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What it is, yo? Uh, what's up? Realist Podcast Summer, we back. It's your boy, Chad Fane, professionally known as C. Diddy. Matt Kane, professionally known as Matt Kane, I guess. You're back on Instagram. We're going to clap that up. Momentarily. Like, between the network and I'm not talking shit. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> I mean, it's hard to, I guess, have a media company without a social media. That's, that's part of the battle. Might not be the biggest part, but it, it's a part. I mean, it's weird though. Like you get back on there and you just like, you see these people and you're just like, my God. Like, <laughs> Y'all are doing worse than before. My <laughs> <laughs> God, man. Like, I just, I, I see the, 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 the captions have gotten spicier. I saw a caption the other day. It said, top pick greater than topic. And I'm like, about to head on out. Yeah, man. that was a Nicki Minaj line. <laughs> so I think she said, I'm the top pick and the top ick. Yeah. So now is, they, yeah. they're remixing that. Yeah. Um, like, why does it all have to be just so, for like. Because we out here stepping on shit. That's why. I don't know. Yeah, man. we out here stepping on shit. You know what I'm saying? You bitches still have it very hard. Oh, man. You bitches can't catch a break. Bitches... I forget I saw the you, the you bitches drawing I saw the other day. It was rough, though. I said, damn, you know. Yeah, man, the bitches have not gotten any. It was like this much info this much for you, shit. bitches. <laughs> like, damn, yo, you bitches got it hard, man. Y'all can't, yo. y'all can't fucking win, man. God, if, you, you, if you're not watching this right now, just do your hands like you had a T.I. knot <laughs> with a rubber band on it. And it's, it, that's how big the caption be for you bitches. Like, it just be bad, man. Like, oh, my God. Uh, but we're back, man. Uh, we have had an exciting run of uh, outside content that we've been doing the last few weeks, man. Shout out to a gentleman in the Pimp Podcast. Shout out to Sipping with Friends. Shout out to Mona. Don't call me White Girl Podcast. We're going to really clap that up. Uh, we're on a special episode. It's not even numbered. It's like 99 and a half. We're in between our 99th and 100 episode special collab with uh, Don't Call Me White Girl on TRPE. If you don't know, if you're sleeping under a rock, uh, we are doing a live show together, actually. And Mona's actually told me to, she gave me permission to go ahead and say, there is no live show coming. So if you're not coming to this one, you're not going to see Mona live. So all of the young ladies out there, all of the people that support Mona, if you want to see Mona, get your tickets to see her Saturday, August 26th with us, with Chad, with Matt, with Big Dan at TRPE Live. Uh, everybody's VIP edition, World Cafe Live. Get your tickets right now, officialtrpe.com, officialtrpe.com. If you're in the city, you can go to World Cafe Live box office or you can go to their website. Also, uh, this whole weekend that we have uh, all of these events sponsored by 14th and Market, the number one black advertising and marketing agency in the world. Slide to their website also, 14thandmarket.com. Uh, these people are absolutely amazing. They've worked with HBO, Converse, uh, 
Steve Styles translation, White Kennedy, like all of the, you know, big, big, major, major players that are in and around the world of advertising and product. They've worked with them and uh, they're absolutely phenomenal. Shout out JP and Jen Money for constantly supporting the brand that is TRPE and us on an individual level as well, man. We love y'all and we appreciate y'all. Um, so I think that's all of the uh, administrative. Patreon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Patreon kind of did. Patreon like, doing 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 a pussy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Patreon, Patreon doing the pussy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for those of you that don't know, that's not on Patreon. Uh, for the last probably like two months now, we've been offering free trials on Patreon, and it's really done wonders. It's really given people the opportunity to interact with the content because we rapidly drop content. We have a huge library over there, about 240 episodes that are already out, exclusive videos, uh, some slight behind-the-scenes stuff, whatever, uh, different personal little things that we may come across and stuff like that we'll throw um, on the Patreon also um, and really, you know, just hammering home uh, how, how invested we are on that community. So if you're not on Patreon, get on there right now. Go to patreon.com slash official TRPE. You get a free trial. Um, if you sign up for the VIP tier, seven-day free trial, go through all the old content. You can cancel it if you want, but I guarantee you won't want to. You'll end up signing up and sticking around for the TRPE boys. So I think that's all the administrative stuff. I think that's it. All right, cool. Um Bunch of stuff went on in the media this week, uh, things that I didn't even realize went on until I started, you know, doing some data mining, going back and, and, and looking at stuff. I think there's two stories that stick out more than others. Kai Sinat and AMP mm-hmm. sh- shut down New York City. Fuck that. Lizzo. <laughs> that That's the biggest thing on earth. And, and the other story yeah. is, is Lizzo is looking like she's not an ally. An ally to what? People, humans, humanity. Looking rough. Oh, I mean, she just she she's just a freak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she just you know allegations. Yeah, she just she just a freak. These yeah. these are some wild allegations. So let me read y'all the news story from page six, um, as, as it was uh, shown to me. Lizzo. The headline is Lizzo forced dancers to eat bananas from sex workers' vaginas during Amsterdam trip bombshell lawsuit. Story via page six. Three of Lizzo's former dancers are suing the good as hell performer as well as Big grrr, Big Touring and Shirlene Quigley for allegedly subjecting them to endure weight shaming, sexually degrading behavior, and pressuring them to participate in disturbing sex shows. Plaintiffs Ariana Davis and Crystal Williams claim in the lawsuit filed Tuesday and obtained by page six that they they were eventually fired, while the third plaintiff, Noel Rodriguez, resigned over Lizzo's stunning behavior. While on a concert trip with the Grammy Award-winning artist to Amsterdam in February 2023, the plaintiffs claim Lizzo invited them out for a night on the town, which ended in the city's red-light district. The area is known for its sex theater, sex shops and clubs and bars where nudity is on full display. The lawsuit states things quickly got out of hand. Lizzo began inviting cast members to take turns touching the new performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas and eating bananas protruding from the performers' vaginas. Advertisement. (laughs) Then it says, this suit also claims Lizzo (laughs) allegedly pressured and goaded Davis into touching one new performer's breast. The plaintiff claims that just a month later, Lizzo, 35, deceived them once again into attending a nude show, thereby robbing them of their choice not to participate, the document state. So essentially, laying all of this out, there's a video that surfaced from like a couple years ago where Lizzo was just like, she looks 
happier than Lizzo at a buffet. Talking about <laughs> the fact that how excited she was about Amsterdam in the sexuals. Yeah, I mean, you know all I can think about when I read it? <laughs> Remember when Boone was like, girl, what's, what's up with that, that nana? nana? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think about. Girl, what's up with that nana? <laughs> she, Lizzo in the crowd like, so you going to handle your B.I.? All I can think I about. I said, damn, so the niggas down the bottom called Lizzo Cannon too. Huh? Cannon. <laughs> What's up, Cannon? <laughs> like, damn, Lizzo out here on the Nana Wave too. This shit is wild. <laughs> My niggas down the bottom call me Cannon. What's up, Cannon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So in this video Shout out to Boo. I fucking love that fucking song. So 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 I'm watching the video and Lizzo's like, yeah, cause at the sex shows and then you yeah, know I don't know why I envision Lizzo in one of those wrestling outfits with 30 dancers talking about my niggas down the bottom coming, Cannon. What's up, Cannon? Oh shit. So, so Lizzo's Ooh, in this video. Right, y'all take I'm ready to go home. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Eight minutes, 35 seconds. We can pack this on up. Oh, so, so Lizzo, Lizzo's on the video. She's at a radio station in Europe. And she's talking about, oh, yeah, because, you know, because I'm really excited about Amsterdam. Because when you go to Amsterdam, you know, they got the sex shows and they get nude. And, and oh, man. And, oh, she's like, she breathing heavy and shit. She, she can't control her goddamn self. She about to have a panic attack. Think about these bananas and these dildos. Oh, and then fast forward, uh, eight, August of 2023, and then we have this lawsuit that's, uh, that, that's come about. Now, I, I, this is probably me just being me. Were the bananas pilled? Or was it like, no, I'm being serious. OMG. Uh, <laughs> I would hope so. Because you can't eat a banana with a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you, you, if you straight, made, yeah, you a straight gorilla. If you it. made the girl eat the banana with the peel with on the peel, Because I'd imagine that to, <laughs> to put a banana in a, in a... Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Vagina. You don't put a, a, a peeled banana in there because that's going to leave all, you know, I make protein shakes. <laughs> yeah, so, banana so, residue. So I would imagine she's probably stuck the, the, the one end in and then peeled it at the top. And then it's then the top of the banana is sticking out. Sort of like a uh, flower blossom. Exactly. Okay. But they said a girl shot the banana out of her vagina. Hey, man, he's, he's, apparently they're different in Amsterdam. That's a strong vagina. <laughs> that's a strong pussy. Yeah. I don't want no pussy that strong. Yeah. Pussy on whey on whey protein. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pussy. 
Plus, he's just doing planks all day. <laughs> you you got them little them little Chinese balls, <laughs> them little, little kegel Like you be getting in with these. That's a strong cock. The um, I Lizzo is like most other people who are entertainers and live these crazy ass lives. We're judging it from our regular lives because y'all some freaks too. Yeah, y'all some big freaks. I don't know if y'all get down with the nanas. But the Nanas is a different level yeah, of freak. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, people is freaks, man. You know what I'm saying? Pimp C said it best. We ain't with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't never seen it, man. Nigga, yeah, I, I don't desire to do no shit, shit like, like that. That's what we is. You know, some people are like that. My thing with the lawsuit was like it was like two sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like it was people that was like, Oh, you sexually imposing on people, and then on the flip side, it's like the weight thing. And that's kind of where I saw like social media going to yeah. scramble because it's like Lizzo times fat shaming. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like, you know, remember when the uh, when the truck blew up at the end of, uh, what movie was that? The first Terminator? Yeah. Like, it's like just this mad, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the uh, Mack truck, like, it's just a, uh, a conundrum. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Lizzo. Fat shaming reminds me of on Doctor Strange in Marvel, where the the Grand Wizard like showed him like the, the all the timelines, mm-hmm. and then it's like then if you do this, then that shoots into a yeah. that timeline turns red. Like so, we've shot to another. So alternate let, let's timeline. say this, and this is why the lawsuit names not just Lizzo but the Quigley girl and mm-hmm. the agency. Fat shaming and weight shaming. I know this might sound a little harsh. That's par for the course of. Modeling, background dancing, any of that shit. To be all the way frank, I don't know if anybody knows anybody who's ever worked at certain casinos. Certain positions in casinos, they have weight limits and size requirements. For a while there, I don't even know if it's still going on with being, what's it called, in the airline? Um, Oh, uh, flight attendant, steward. Flight attendant had to be a certain size. You had to be able to sit in the jump seat. Mm -hmm. So there, I know it might sound crazy, but there are a lot of things in life where you just... You get in where you fit in, no pun intended. So, <laughs> but don't. Yeah, like not trying to be funny. And when it comes to being a dancer on tour with a like mega celebrity, mm-hmm. that shit is like normal. The way they made it seem was like Lizzo was like Monique smoking cigarettes. <laughs> like since you got your degree and you know every fucking thing. Like it, it, I, I envision Lizzo coming into like the dancer meeting with all black on and a beret yeah. eating the cheesesteak. <laughs> And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, y'all, y'all bitches get a little, little round, ain't y'all? You know what I'm saying? I thought I was the big bitch in charge around this motherfucker. Like you, you bigger than me, yeah. I, 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 Ariana. The fuck is up with shit? But from from what I read was, it was basically like them being over, over. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not overzealous, but uh, what the fuck is the word? Were you like over? Overbearing, okay, on what they were eating and taking mm. in while they were out on tour, and the people were basically saying they were like almost like guilted into not enjoying themselves gotcha. or not doing certain things. Yeah, so you don't want to replace them wagyu sliders with no carrot sticks. Yeah, because the, the <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to replace that shot of Don Julio with a shot of celery it's juice. A, it's a show I'm watching called The Rookie Feds, and the captain just had a stent put in his heart. Because he was eating greasy, but he keeping it on the low. Yeah. Only his, like, assistant and the feds know what's up. So he was, like, ordering the food or whatever. And he was like, yeah, let me, let me get a double cheese. And she looked over. He was like, a double cheese and kale salad. <laughs> <laughs> I love kale. <laughs> like, but I guess they, they were more so on the tip, like, 
if you if you bitches get bigger or whatever, send your fat, send your fat ass home. You know, we don't want the fans to mistake. You want to get some lizard? Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's just weird all the way around. <laughs> like it's just a bad joke. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the equivalent of like me getting in some shit. For, like people are gonna see it and just be like, "Wait, what?" Like you know, I could never do that. Yeah. No matter what, yeah, they gonna take you to jail. No matter how much weight I lose, how much shit you, all they gonna do is pull up old picture. You believe this nigga? Like it's no way I could ever do anything. That like was eight that. years ago. Fuck that. So Lizzo being the Lizzo of the, the world, she her name next to fat shaming is like instant. And you saw like the, the timeline from what I saw was in shambles. It exploded. Because you had women. I saw people that was like, damn, yo, this, this is like crushing. Like to know that like we, we put all this time and energy into you and you was doing this. They were like hurt about the shit. And then, you know, the joke started. I told you somebody called her R. Belly. And I, I literally was just like, yo, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it today. That shit is funny every time. I don't know if I'm going to make it today. <laughs> somebody posted the joke when, uh, when Kyrie and LeBron and them won the chip. was like, Lizzo finally getting canceled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was LeBron crying, <laughs> pounding on the ground and shit. I'm just like, motherfuckers are crazy, man. End of the day, that world is very, very critical of what you look like. For sure. And Lizzo, people got to understand this. Lizzo broke the mold because she's as talented as she is. But I want people to understand that your talent and your success does never exempt you from being the joke or the bid when it comes to social media and pop culture. That's life. Joe Biden is the president. He's a fucking meme in a gif every week. Every week for something every different. Every week for some new <laughs> shit. That's the way it go. You know, look, Jay-Z is one of the most successful figures to ever come from our, our culture. I saw Joe the other day. It was like, imagine at being as successful as Beyonce, and this is what you got to wake up to every day. And it was like a camera shot up oh. under <laughs> whole shit. <laughs> What's wrong with people? That week where we was talking about Jay on the show and we was talking about how like everything he does is funny mm-hmm. outside of him rapping, I had people tagging me like every day for like a week and just all this shit that he was doing. Seriously. They like, they like, why is he driving his car? Like this shit look funny as shit. And I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. So we we have this thing where if you're like the leader or the spokesperson of a certain group that feels as though they're a minority, unrespected group. That you're beyond reproach. You're yeah. beyond criticism. That's you're, real. Like, I literally watched when Lizzo wore that, that remember that T-shirt thong to the yeah. Laker game? People was like, oh, if Lizzo was built like Rihanna, y'all wouldn't have said nothing. And it's like, no. If Rihanna wore that shit, it would have been tacky as fuck because it's a Sunday afternoon Lakers It's a matinee game. Like, you don't <laughs> come sit on the fucking court with a fucking thong on, basically. Yeah, there's, like, there's I, literally, there's children here. I've literally been to Sixers games and seen a chick where it was just like, yo, what the fuck do you have that on for? Yeah. Like, I can see your whole areola. She had them big areolas. <laughs> you know, them grapefruit areolas. Yeah. It was just like... The 90s areolas. 90s. <laughs> yeah, shave that hairy thing. <laughs> areola, yeah. Like, why do you have that on at a Sixers game? Doing too much. Trying to, I mean, I'm trying to get Tyrese Maxey attention. So. You, you know, so it's like, yeah, it has nothing to do with your size or none of that shit. Some shit is tacky, some shit ain't. And it's like, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. If y'all as a collective were putting these people into a tough spot where they felt unheard and felt, yeah. you know, neglected or felt, you know, they were being uh, 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 unfairly ridiculed for what the, that shit ain't cool. Exactly. Taking people to a sex club is like, give me a heads up. 
Oh, you know about to get in here and suck on some nanas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They get wild in they here. get wild in there. You don't want to hang back. You go eat. But don't eat too much. You <laughs> <laughs> go eat. Some celery on your bed. I left it for you before I left yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? You want to go snack on that till I get back. That's cool. Yeah, the yeah. funniest part in all of this is her taking them to the sex show the first time. Doing what she did. Making them participate in all of that. And then tricking them to come yeah. back. And then they like, God damn yeah, it, bitch got me yeah, again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, um... You want you so Lizzo's lost two hundred and twenty thousand followers. Yo, I thought this. she was about to say pounds. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I swear to God, I was about to say, wait, what? She's lost two hundred and twenty thousand followers <laughs> since then. Since this, since this is. I, I thought you was about to make like a crazy joke. No, Dan was right with me because that's how it sounded. But no, Lizzo got all the way. <laughs> Hey, but this shit going on. And, That's hilarious. And she finally issued a statement. I believe this was like two days ago. You want to hear the statement? Okay. These last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are unbelievable as they sound and are too outrageous to not be addressed. These insane... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Nationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I've always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have made hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I am not here to be looked at as a victim, but I know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is something, <clears throat> there is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it takes I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I am hurt but I will not let the good work I've done in this world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out and support to lift me up during this difficult time. Lifting up Lizzo is crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's all I got from all of that. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, Need a forklift. Yeah, we lift might be able to lift. make some money next week. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> not. Yeah, they're not making anything this week. You know, you was complaining about that green light on YouTube. I promise you that, that green light is not. Coming. You said what? Yo. They gonna leave a memo on the John like you. Uh, <laughs> that that right there is a lot of uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of nothing. Yeah, a lot of nothing. Words. At, at the end of the day, to say that you would never is kind of like. Yeah, you would, because that, like I just said, that's part of, if I, I, I'm telling you, like, you know, I was a casino nigga, so I was dug in. I know women who work at, like, even parks. Yeah. Where it's like, if you do in certain positions, you can't be a certain size. Carrying the Hennessy. Right. You, <laughs> right. you can't be but that big to carry the Hennessy. Yeah. So when you're talking about performing and all, that shit get real like that. 
Like, you know, they used to have those big Jones that look like uh, wishbones. Yeah. Like, if we can't put this around certain side, certain parts of your, your midsection, you out of here. Yeah, you're done. That's a real thing. So if that's par for the course, how am I supposed to believe that your agency and you, who are one of the biggest touring situations out there, don't have these type of things going on in the background? You know how model agencies be like, oh, we would never. And be like, yes, the, the fuck, fuck you would. That's you're all a, you do. You're a modeling agency. That's 100% Like, what come you here, do. come, come here, come here. Open your mouth. <laughs> Throw it right <laughs> now. Throw it right now, whore. Dog. I watched the John Dark Side of the, uh, uh, of the 90s. It was talking about the whole modeling explosion. Mm-hmm. Ex- explosion from the 90s when all the supermodel shit started. And it was talking about how all of these different modeling agencies, the people who sat at the top was like molesters and abusers and sexual predators. And it's just like... Par for the course. Yeah. It shit ain't right, but this is what go on in that world. Yeah, certain industries just ha- are rife with degeneracy. It's just it, rife it, with degeneracy. That's just what it is. So we're not about to sit here and act like some shit where you're talking about your physical image isn't chastised on your physical image. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just reality. There are <laughs> women who think I'm handsome. I get that shit all the time. If I walk out on the stage... At, at, at stripper night, they're going to be like, what in the fuck? Boozes, man. We paid $17.95 to get in here for this. Like, that's reality. I'm being honest. That, that You have to understand that. Some people, like, live in this, like, false world or false sense of reality where it's like, no, you are judged on your physical image all the time. I never forget leave years ago. was like, yeah, when you first saw me, what did you think of me? I was like, yeah, big ass titties, man. <laughs> She was like, what? I'm like, how was I supposed to know you could do taxes? <laughs> I found that shit out later. I know, I don't know you had sense. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, it just, we, we have this thing where it's like, oh, you know, you, you, don't, you don't just judge me by my body. It's just that's like, the no, fuck I, I do. I hate to be that guy, but men and women, that's the way this shit go. That's it. Yeah. I'm being honest. You ever hear people say crazy shit like, when they see a, a three-year-old young boy, like a kid, like this, you meet somebody's son, and you'll hear a chick say, oh, he's going to be a heartbreaker. Yeah, you're, technically you're sexualizing that child. You're not saying that because he know how to cartwheel. Right. He's showing you, to, you know, watch this. <laughs> you're, not, you're not saying yeah. that for that. So it's like it happens just all across the board, but people will, like, lie to themselves and be like, oh, I would never. I, you know, I'm above that. No, who the fuck you not? They were like, uh, exhibit, I like to enter exhibit A into evidence. This is you doing exactly what you said you would never do. You know, like, at the end of the day, she didn't break no laws. Yeah, she's just a freak. You're just a freak who got a little ahead of yourself when it came to the shit. And then on the flip side, your corporation or your company, however you want to put it, is like making people feel away at work. Yeah. You know how many, I know people who do workplace law. Where that's all they do is handle lawsuits of people. Didn't Charles DeWise say, I, I, I file a suit against every everybody. Job. I didn't got ten to 20000 for every job. job. So I don't kind of work to kind of work. I kind of work to sue. That's reality. But just where we at now, it's like people are like, oh, no, you, you know. And I, I recently was having a conversation with, like, one of my homegirls. It was like, she was saying how she, in her workplace, she can, like, feel the energy from, like, the men she work with, she's like, it just be feeling like they're just like a little houndish. And I'm like, well, it's not a little. <laughs> it's a whole lot. Yeah. You in there with a whole vagina <laughs> at work. Them niggas is on that shit. Yeah, most niggas are here f- trying to get pussy more than they care to earn a paycheck. Yeah, I forgot the clock. Oh, yet. damn, I get, I get paid. <laughs> I've been talking to this bitch. <laughs> That's real. That's real. 
And it's like fucked up because you work with uh, uh, around women and now because of the whole me too and all, you mm-hmm. got to like extra censor yourself. You come in the job and you see the chick with the big old ass and you know, women, let's be frank. Did you see the chick who, uh, she got sent home from work. She had a video the other day. Oh, she worked at, uh, Costco or Sam's Club. One of them. One of them, yeah. But she had I followed a- her on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, baby? But she had on, like, the Costco shirt. It was real tight. And then she had on, like, these real, you know, them, them tights where, it, like, it got the scrunchie in the ass Exactly. Cheek. She had yeah, those on yeah. with her. And she's like, I got on pants and a shirt. And they told me my, my shit is inappropriate. And they sent me the fuck home. And it's like, you as her coworker got to walk in and say, hey, good morning. How was your weekend? When in reality, I don't give a fuck about your weekend. Right. But you can't walk in and be like, God damn, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do that. But that's what would really happen if we lived on Earth. Yeah. Like actual Earth. Real shit. Your job didn't send you home. They didn't even wait for you to Her fuck Her pants up. was sweater material. Yeah. It was like that soft sweater yeah. material with the belt and the shirt. Front. That show all your flaws sweater. Yeah. 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 She ain't had no flaws. No, flawless. <laughs> flawless. <laughs> and then it didn't make, it made matters worse because she had a waist trainer on. She, apparently she was in a yeah. car accident years ago. Her car got pushed under an 18-wheeler. So she got like. How do you know all this? Listen, I'm, <laughs> listen. I told you I followed the girl on Instagram. Yeah, she graduated from So she wears like, you know, a waist trainer to help with like her posture and stuff like that, like residual back pain. Because as you know, you have a back injury, you never really fucking mm-hmm. are cured from the shit even if you you know let you get stem cells or whatever that's some whole other shit but um do so like, it do like usher and start yeah. eating plasma so it doesn't help that she has this waist trainer on where it's like cinching her waist and making this big ass even bigger mm-hmm. than what it already is and pushing her titties directly in the line of sight of not only the customers but everybody that works here yeah. so it's like yeah i even though technically you're in dress code my dick is hard so yeah. it's like what do we do with that part of it yeah. to where it's like, I can't focus at work and nobody yeah. niggas is crashing carts into yeah. one another. My desk like don't even got no drawers. <laughs> it's just four <laughs> legs and a piece of wood. You know what I'm saying? So this is bad for business, baby. You got the role. Yeah. We, you got to put something else on, you know? So I felt her in her struggles, but you know, you got to, you don't got a, like a choir robe or something. <laughs> <in your car. laughs> yeah. Like something. Do you have one of Shaquille O'Neal's hoodies in yeah. the car? Can you just put that on? Well, joyful, joyful rover <laughs> or something. You, you, you got us all going crazy here. End of the day, man, it's just what it is. When you talk about... When you talk about uh, economy around how people look, it's always going to be that. That's real. Yeah. That's reality. Look at how we look at artists who are selling sex. Look at Lil' Kim... Look at Nicki Minaj. Look at you. You always see them. Motherfuckers, y'all, they done took it too far with the body work. Or right. K. Michelle just had a whole thing about taking her ass out. You know what I'm saying? I've been getting too much ass for years. I kept getting more ass. <laughs> right. This shit got to go. I'm, I, I, I thought I reached maximum ass when in reality I'm over ass. Mm-hmm. I'm my ass to, to my my meat ass meat to ass ratio is completely you out know, of control. And, and and let's be frank. In recent times the bigger girl has gotten a lot more looks when it comes to being a background dancer, being a model, yeah. being an influencer, being a sex symbol. That's reality. When you talk about, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to hear, uh, to whatever the fuck her name is. I can't think of her Takara. name. Takara. No, not Takara, but uh, Tabria Majors yeah. or Ashley Grimm. Ashley Grimm's on the cover of the swimsuit yeah. model. Who needs an alarm in the morning? 
when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Swimsuit edition. You know, when you talk about influencers like Bree Westbrook, you know, when you talk about, look at Beyonce has tons of heavy set background dancers. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there's still going to be some scrutiny on what you do, what you eat, how much you work out, how much you're being active. You can't just come out here, dance, leave, and then go to the Ichiban and <laughs> shut them down. Right. That's just... get four poopoo platters. You can't do that. I heard the term poo-poo flat. <laughs> Let me get four poo-poo flat. Extra short ribs. Extra, extra short ribs with my poo-poo. That's funny as shit. But yeah, at the end of the day, you're you're going to be subject. Yes. We see it in professional sports, and this is the sad part about life that no one ever wants to talk about. Do you remember Shaquille O'Neal when he shook Jordan pre-1997 All-Star game? Mm-hmm. Shaq was in shape like a motherfucker. Do you remember Shaq on the Celtics? Uh, man, His nickname Sha- was Fat-Ass Shaq. <laughs> or Shaq on Kevin, the Suns. Kevin Hart, legitimately, when Shaq signed with the Cavaliers, Kevin Hart has a stand-up called Grown Little Man. And in that stand-up, the Cavaliers were in the audience, and he has a segment making fun of how slow Shaquille O'Neal got up <laughs> off the floor. Remember LeBron was standing <laughs> up going crazy? <laughs> We loved it. No one was like, he fat, Shaman. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's life. It's part of the game. You be in shape, you be out of shape. Remember Derek Coleman? Remember Track the Trailer, rest in peace? The olden Polonies? We watch mm-hmm. players get out of shape. So because you do something where your physical likeness matters, the second we see you and you... We're going to get into the Nate Diaz, uh, Jake Paul fight. Like yeah. that. Nate Diaz didn't have one muscle last night. <laughs> He was completely muscleless. <laughs> he came out. He said, y'all paying how much? Yo, I'll be there. He, he looked like one of them dirty Mexicans. Like, he looked like a nigga who lived in a trailer home. He like, looked like that, uh, the, the John from Men in Black. Th- that was sunk <laughs> yeah. over with Yeah. I told Lee, I'm like, he could put both his gloves down his shorts. <laughs> how much room was in between him and his fucking pad on his shorts? He was literally muscleless. <laughs> and the second I saw him, you know what I said? He is going to get killed in there. <laughs> Straight up. You're judged on your physical. And especially in a world like that, it's going to always exist. Anybody selling any type of shit, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah, and it doesn't help that Lizzo is somebody that's easy to not like. And, and, that's a, and I, I'm going to be honest with you. If those charges came out about somebody else, it would it would it would go over differently. It would go over differently, but because Lizzo is like the unofficial spokeswoman of large and in charge, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the 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 large and in charge congregation is like, sis, we we anointed you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so and the niggas that wanted to say shut your big ass up for the last five years, they like, oh man, it's like, like you said, the one, the, the meme, the boy, like I've been waiting on this. Like, yeah. motherfuckers are literally celebrating her downfall. I mean, that's kind of the way it go. Like people, you know, people, uh, Biggie said they pray and pray on my downfall. That's yeah. it. Me personally, I like Lizzo. You know what I'm saying? For I like she, Lizzo a lot. Yeah, for what she do and represent. But my thing is, I don't like the whole notion of her being above 
censorship or reproach or right. any type of joke or bid. Yeah, that's like, corny as shit. Like, because she's body positive, she shouldn't be able to do whatever the fuck she wants. Right. Like, like, those two things don't equal out to one another. If we're going to sit here and make jokes about Kanye, and we're going to make jokes about Jay, and we're going to make jokes about Cassidy, and we're going to make jokes about Jay Prince, and we're going to make jokes... Like, I don't understand how we get to a point where it's like you can't say anything about this person. Yeah, that's bullshit. Especially when you're in the media for some nonsense. Because when Jay was the topic of Becky with the white hair, it was all the jokes in the world. And they got they shit together, and you know what? Solange kicked him in the elevator. He was (laughs) the topic of a Sly kicked this nigga. (laughs) That's reality. So you're not above that. That's the part I don't Mm -hmm. like. You know what I mean? We've reached this thing where it's like, oh, you can't make jokes about these people or this person or this, that. And it's like, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's like, and, and, and that's and the thing is, once we started the list of people you can't make fun of, motherfuckers just start adding more and oh. more and more people on. Oh. So first it was like handicapped. Then it was children. Then it was uh, oh. LGBTQ. Now it's uh, people, you know what I'm saying, uh, uh what do you call it? Weight challenged, mm-hmm. whatever. Fuck you going. It's like, yo, it's like, how long is this list going to get? So uh, where it's like, we're not allowed to have no fun, no personality, uh, no nothing to say, no quips about anybody. Oh, uh, how crazy is it that you can turn on like Saturday Night Live or anything? Like, and even I've mentioned it. They'll make a joke about Martin Luther King before they make a joke about a current trans or fat person. Yeah. And it just be like, how did we get here? Who going? Oh, yeah, we can make jokes about that because they, they can't come. And it's yep. just like, yeah, that shit is crazy. I don't think anybody is above that type of, of reproach. And when we get to that point where it's like nobody, we can't say shit, we can't joke on nobody, it's like basically we become a soulless society. Because what you're saying is that <clears throat> the comedic element is always mean-spirited. And it's right. not just like the, the nature of a joke or the spirit of being funny. Y'all are basically creating some inherent value behind it, which is why we're not allowed to make fun of these people. Right. When in reality, if you talk to individual people in these communities, they're like, yeah, well, I don't give a fuck. Like, they're not as bothered as y'all make it out to be. Right. And y'all make it like all of these people have, like, are, are just gun-shy about all these different things and easily offended, when in reality, on a case-by-case basis, they're not. Straight up. So it's like we're 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 cheapening the fabric of, of of our nation and shit like that by making it seem like all of these groups are overly sensitive. When in reality, like it's it's that's that's probably less than true. Yeah, straight up. End of the day, like I said, um, the lawsuit, you know, it'll get settled out of court. No one's coming for this shit. And then the the dancers, yeah, checks will be cut. Yeah, the dancers gonna go off. Lizzo gonna keep doing Lizzo shit. And end of the day, Lizzo gonna rehire him, take him to another section. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to talk about something that I saw yesterday that kind of just like is on my mind. Okay. Um, I know you probably seen it just because you, you, you be deep in the internet. Have you seen Drake's recent run of media? Yes. And you notice there are moments that are really, really good. And then there are moments that are like really, really weird. And then there are moments that are kind of just like, hmm. yeah. So one thing I noticed, did you see where he talked about not knowing his son's weight when he was born? No, I missed it. It was very, very strange. So the the girl asked him, um, do Was this you, the bed interview? Yeah. Okay. Do you know how much how much did your son weigh when he was born? And he was like, Who knows shit like that? I don't know shit. I I, I don't I don't know how much he fucking weighed when he was born. I know his name. You know what I'm saying? I know his name. And it was like such a like a He's, I know his name is such a bad dad thing to say. And and and, and it and it sparked this whole shit online where you had like mad dads that were like, come on, dog. Like, your first son 
you know every fucking like, and you know, remember when motherfuckers would get like the footprints? Yeah. Up, and it's just like, it's crazy because, you know, when I was, we, we were bigger kids and shit. Like, I was born, I was 10 too. Like, I was a big baby. And my sisters, one was seven, eight, the other one was seven, six. They was twins. Yeah. So it was like, my mom was a trooper. You know what I mean? And it's like, that was like a thing in the black culture yeah, back for in sure. the day. Like, you see a kid be like, oh, he's so big. Well, yeah, you know, when he was born, he was nine, one. Like, that was like a thing. Yeah, it's a real deal talking point. It was a real, and you know, even speaking with Kevin today, we went to lunch, met up with some crazy ass people. But yeah, we we went to lunch. <laughs> some maniacs. Some maniacs. <laughs> and 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 Kev was even saying, like, being a dad, and you know, you understand it from a different place where it's like, you know, you watch the the woman that's given birth and you understand certain things. He's like, you understand when a baby comes out premature. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. small. And then, or he's like, I've seen situations where like the baby is born at a certain weight, and then fast forward, they're smaller. Than that, because you know they're not feeding directly right. off of the, the the feeding to yeah. It's just a lot of shit that goes into like birth, and to hear somebody who's like, you don't got much shit you need to remember. Like Drake don't got to remember like due dates. You know, you know we got to work. Like you know, as us as people, you all right? I got this one the seventeenth, nineteenth. I get right. paid on the twenty second, so I'm gonna just I'm a that's post dated check. Yeah. <laughs> You don't got, like, crazy amounts of shit to remember. It's like knowing how much your first son weighed. Very important. It's kind of important. And to go out and say it in the manner which he said it like a flex. And it's just like, this is one another one of those, yo, Drake, like the chain, like burning Pharrell. This ain't the flex you think it is, yo. Yeah. This sounds kind of crazy. Well, the fact. thing is, it's like, you know, when you talk enough, if, if mo most people that, that talk have less than probably less than an 80% like accuracy rate mm -hmm. on like having good talking points. I think me and you happen to be people that are above the fray. We typically get it right about 90 to 94% of the time. Mm -hmm. And then when we get it bad, we just crash and burn like fucking dip set and the locks on fucking versus we just get it completely right. fucking wrong. But most people just don't have a propensity to have like a feel for like how people say, like read the room. Like mm -hmm. they don't have a feel, especially somebody as rich and successful as if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat. Then that was wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Great. He's so detached from fucking reality that he doesn't realize, like, nigga, you shouldn't have said this. Like, yeah. this, this is awful. Yeah, this is just a weird bad. This solidifies thing. you as a bad dad. Like, yeah. no matter how many basketball yeah. videos you put up, yeah. like this, 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 like low key moves like story added on into dear one. <laughs> exactly. This is the smoking gun yeah, for you being like, like a bad father. Because I know me as like the type of person I am. If I do have a kid, like. I'm going to know every fucking yeah. thing. I'm going to be there for every fucking thing. I'm going to build my life around, around, this, around yeah. this kid. And it's just like, I, you know, I started seeing women comment on, on just like certain shit that like their child's fathers neglected to even like acknowledge or maybe yeah. just be like, yo, I completely understand why these women be hating y'all. Seriously. Yeah. Because it's like I, one chick was on the joint saying how she literally she had the baby and like almost died and her dude went on a trip with his homies. And it's just like, yo, like, oh, damn, the baby coming this week. God, damn, I can't. I, you can't push this shit back yeah, or move it up. Got the deposit. 
You think so? What you think? We're gonna be in and out. It's the all white Cancun. You think like, you I think? Yeah, I got to be it's there. Big o, man. It's the Charlie Mack. <laughs> <y'all. laughs> I got to be there for this one. Bro, all the players, you, all the players, you gonna need a serious <laughs> mega post. Like, like you can't push this shit back a little bit. She said she went in, had the baby, and literally had like complications during the birth, and, and wound up having to stay in the hospital. Like, all right, well, you settled. Yeah, you give us some ice chips. You know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Elevate our feet. I read that somewhere. <laughs> Compression socks. I read that somewhere. <laughs> I'm saying I saw I saw that on WebMD somewhere. One of them blogs. Yo, she I, said that nigga straight went with his homies on vacation. What's and what, it's like yo, I can see why this woman hates your guts. The reason why there's so much like back and forth between men and women in general right now is because a lot of men. Don't take the time to understand women. Not even understand women, just understand whoever they're dealing with. And because of that, typically comes down to, like, emotional things. Where niggas lean yeah. too much on, well, I'm more logical and this and this and this. And it's like, nah, fam. What it is is you have to build up an emotional reservoir for the woman that you're with. Yo, straight up, I was, I was having a conversation. You, do you, you know how easy it is? You don't have to learn Women as a whole. Learn your woman. That's all you got to do. I went out yesterday and got impromptu, impromptu drunk day drinking. I came home with bread pudding. It was all good. <laughs> right. I didn't accomplish Balance shit it out. that I was supposed to do yesterday. <laughs> but I bought that. Did you make the appointment? Did you do that? Nah, I didn't do none of that, but I got something for you. Kev ate the ice cream that came with the bread pudding because <laughs> it was like, that shit going to melt. I stopped and got other ice cream. She, oh, you started got more than you had to do. All this. this is what I did. You know what I'm saying? That's it. All yeah. you got to do is learn the motherfucker. Learn you your woman. So it's like learn her temper like, and, and understand that like not a, pretty much all women is not going to be cool with giving birth and being laid up in a hospital from complications of the birth and you going to, you know, Sam Sneaking. Black you, Bike yeah. Week. Black Bike Week <laughs> in South Carolina. <laughs> fucking Sam Sneaks Throwdown in fucking Duval County, yo, Florida. Like, yo. All white party hosted by Slim Thug and, and DJ Screw. Like, you know, like, why are you going fuck to this it. shit, man? Oh, man. Fucking Zero versus Trader Truth <laughs> celebrity boxing event. Like, ah. like, so you, so, so you can't miss that, is what you're telling me. Oh, man. Oh, Because the God. shit that we be interested in, men be bullshit. Be a lot dumb of, shit. It be dumb, dumb shit. shit. Oaktown celebrity basketball game E40 squad versus Keep the Sneaky. <laughs> just dumb shit. <laughs> yay area's yeah, finest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we have a, s- a special guest performance Yo. by Filthy Rich. Like, like what are we Yo, doing here? Straight up. Yeah, 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 that's funny as shit. But as men, like, we be so, like, self-absorbed sometimes and just wrapped up in what the fuck we wrapped up in. And yeah. it's like, yo, a lot of times relationship stuff and problems we have with women, it be our fault. Like, and mm-hmm. and a lot of times, just a simple acknowledgement as a for coming from the man that this woman either really cares about, loves, or all of the above, just be like, you know what? That was some dumb shit I did. Mm-hmm. I fucked up. I apologize. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to make you feel that way. Goes a long fucking way. But a lot of times as men, we be stubborn. We be 
be arrogant. Mm-hmm. We want to stand on a point that ain't a fucking point, mm-hmm. trying to prove some shit. We fucking uh, beat these women upside the head with accountability, then don't take none. Like, shit like that. Yeah. We be in our own way a lot of times. And yeah. like you said, it's like, it be down to like, just learn your, your woman. Yeah. Or if you got, you one of them niggas that's unfortunate enough to have multiple baby moms, learn your two baby moms. Like, that's all you got to do is just learn them, and that'll give you cues on how to handle other uh, situations with other women. I just, I just, I look back to us as children where it's like, and you know, we have this whole thing. Like even when we was with like the sipping with friends crew, like the guy Ryan was making, you know, the show before us was making a whole thing about like the fathers not being in the home. And, uh, and I get that. Cause you know, we, for whatever reason, and I'm, I'm not pinpointing cause you like you said on the show, crack AIDS crime, bill, like it was just, a they, did a, they did a number thing, on us. You know, we got cooked. And for whatever reason, you know, certain things happen in the black community. But one thing I know, I had friends who they dad might have not lived in a house like mine's did, but they dad still took pride in being their dad, being their father, where it's like your firstborn son. Nigga, that's some shit you supposed to be like, man, that's a little me. Right. Like, I'm, I'm on top of every motherfucking thing. And over the last couple of years, you see more and more situations where men are, like, flexing that I ain't on that great dad shit. <laughs> That's how that shit be coming off. I told her I ain't want the baby. Be that as it may. Be that as it may. He's here. You outside saying, yeah, I don't fuck, who the fuck knows how much a kid be weighing with it? It's like, what if your kid had complications when they were born? Right. What if your kid is born and the kid weighs two pounds and eight ounces? You're never going to forget that. Right. Ever. Ever. That's real shit. You know how I know? And we talked about the whole culture shit and being like, because Kevin was like going on about, we started getting into the, for some reason, we, we'll just be like, yeah, Miss, how was your week? You know Jay more influential, influential <laughs> than Drake. Like, we get into that shit. And I'm like, how crazy is it? Like, how I talked about a couple weeks ago with the whole Nas rant that done went viral and shit. People are requesting another Nas rant, oh, by yeah. the way. But how I've talked about how Jay-Z just hits these cues and these things. Yeah. How crazy is it that Jay got a song where we know from that song when Jay-Z was born, he was 10 pounds and four ounces. Right. How crazy is that? Yeah. So if Jay mom is on the record doing it and saying it, you know Jay know how much Blue Ivy weighed when she was born. Right. You know how much the other kids that we don't ever see weigh <laughs> when they was fucking He's mystery born. kids. These other two, two little children. Like, but you know it because it's like, it's a thing where he put that on a fucking album that was like my retirement album. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just the difference in like positions where it's like, because we all know growing up in black families and black culture, how much you weighed when you was born is a thing. How much hair you had when you were born is a thing. All babies is light skinned and all it's, we all know all Mm -hmm. these different little things. What it mean when the baby continuously grab your finger when you put it out or what it mean that you got to put the little mittens on the hands and so, and I don't have a kid, but right. I understand this shit. So to have someone and to have a, a, a kid and just be like, what? Yeah, I'm talking about. Who knows that? Yeah. Shit. What you mean? Like good dads? <laughs> that's, who knows, that's who knows? So I thought that was strange. And it sparked a lot of conversation. Because yeah. like, like there were a lot of men who are like dads that were like low-key offended. Like what the yeah. fuck you mean? Because, uh, you know, you made a point that's like, you know, you got a lot of niggas that's like loud and proud about being bad dads, but on the 
But conversely, a lot of like the, the statistics bear out where you see that a lot of these younger guys that's having kids and all that shit take that shit very serious. Yeah, like, and and it's and they're very triggered by that like getting grouped with these 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 loud ass bad dads yeah. because they're there for their kids. They fucking craft their lives around their kids. They fucking work two, three, four jobs. They fucking you make every recital, every basketball game, every whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Put their kids in private school. They sacrifice for themselves yeah. lifestyle-wise in order to make sure their kid has everything that they want and that they need. And it's like, you know, and, and it does them a disservice when somebody, when the most popular rapper on earth is like, who the fuck knows that? Yeah. Like, like nigga, shut the fuck up. <laughs> But he does, like, he low-key does, like, a lot of, like, toxic, like, clown shit. Like, he called his baby mama fluke on one of the records, yeah. and people got mad about that. And I'm just like, well, technically she is, but you're not supposed to say it. Yeah, because yeah, Because yeah. at the end of the day, <clears throat> you got to deal with what is. It's like, fuck all what of that. Was. Fuck what was. It was like, because if you was as careful as you as you are offense, as a, as, if you were as careful as you are offended, by the fact that she's your baby mom, she wouldn't be your baby mom. Like, you literally say on songs, I got strippers in my life, but they virgins to me. You can't turn around and have a child with somebody and be like, I mean, it's a fluke, but, you know, it's just like... It, it doesn't work it doesn't, that way. This, is, this, this isn't matching up. And, and again, that's how I said, like, most people, if you let them talk long enough, they're going to contradict, they're, they're contradict yeah. themselves. They'll talk out of both sides of their mouth. Like, it just is what it is because we're human. We fucking make mistakes. We overstate shit. We put too much stock into this, not enough stock into this. And then when shit changes and you don't make the announcement, hey, y'all, I put more stock into this now, and then you just speak on it. Now you look hypocritical. You look crazy as shit. You look crazy as shit. Right. And I, you know, I, I want people to understand, like, I'm a fan of Drake. Like, I'm a big fan of the music. But you, I can be a fan of you and be critical of what you do yeah, or sure. say just because I understand the ramifications from what you're saying or what you're doing. This isn't fly. Like, as a man, having a son is a fucking blessing. Like, and I think we as, like, a community can forget that because... People discard children and hurt children and just throw children away and don't talk to them and don't see them. But it's like there are people out here who are trying their hardest to have a children and can't. Mm -hmm. There are people out here who found out when they were trying to have a children that it's never going to happen because of whatever circumstances going on. Having a healthy child is a fucking... I remember my dad said that like when they found out they were having me, they, like everybody's like, you want a boy, you want a girl? And he's just like, I just want a healthy child, man. Like that, like I don't give a fuck what it is. Ten like, fingers, ten toes, and all his faculties. I just want a healthy child. So it's like having a healthy child is a straight up blessing. Absolutely. So to get that and then go around almost being like proud that I, it's like, you know, you know, there are people out here who don't know what grade their kids are. Don't know what's going on with their kid at school. Yep. Don't know what's going on with their kid in the neighborhood. They don't know if don't they, know they kids teachers. They don't know if their kid on the debate is on the debate team or in the Crips. They don't have a clue. And it's like, that's not a flex. That's not like dope. Like, learn your fucking children. <laughs> what the fuck? I just thought that was strange. I thought it was very weird. It just wasn't a... It's moments like this where, you know, it's, you know, the best way I could crystallize it, Kanye West has the realest quote of all time. I don't 100% agree with anybody, Nobody. not even myself. No one. Like, no because one. I reserved the right to change my mind. And Max Kellerman said, I am willing to... Changed my mind on something I said based on the presence of new information. Yeah. I get it. Situations get thick. Situations get hairy. You know, you and the mother might fall out. You and the father might fall out. However, the, the dynamics might work. But it's like, 
the, the child is the child. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a creation of you. It's like, you got to do your due diligence. Even if you've... I know motherfuckers who found out about a kid years later. It's like, yo, it, it happens. Yeah. But it's like, once you know that this is going on, and you know motherfuckers want to go get the DNA test, and all, once you get that shit, it's like... It's like a light switch. Right. Like when you, it's either on or off. You either yeah. a father, you ain't. It's, it's just, you know, and I don't know. I, I can't be more, I don't think there's a gray area in that. Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, yeah, man, there's certain shit you ain't no, supposed to know about your kid when they, your kid. He wants to know everything. You should know, you should try to know every motherfucking <laughs> yeah. thing. Until they start fucking, you should know everything. Yeah, like kids, people, everyone's going to have secrets and shit like that, but like, what hospital was your kid? Well, I don't know. Fuck, no, I don't know. It was one of them big, big, big you know, the H <laughs> on the blue sign. One of them shit, say 1.6 miles down. Cooper Crozier, I don't know. Yeah. Mr. Cordy, I don't know. One of them shit. I was knee deep in the dice game. Yeah. Kid was born. I don't keep it a buck. Some major players in that jump. Badass, man. I know what room I was born in at Penn Hospital. Yeah, I don't know the room. I know that I was, I know I was born in Pennsylvania Hospital. Yeah, like just, you know, you, you, I heard it enough because in the 80s, yeah. yeah, it was like a thing on who was the doctor that delivered you. Like I'm not joking. Yeah, no, that was definitely that a was thing. real, especially and you know now it's a lot of home births and people doing a uh, 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 having like a doula and all of that. Yeah, like it that shit really matters, yo. It's a show I watch where the the black girl was going into birth and she had an Asian doctor. She wanted this African-American woman who worked in the hospital because the Asian boy wasn't listening to her. She had already gave birth once and felt like she wasn't heard or, like, listened to her. Gotcha. You know, already black women, this is the joint that, like, kind of bothers me. It's like black women have a higher death rate in pregnancy by, like, eight times everyone else, mm -hmm. which doesn't make any fucking sense because if you look back over the history, black women were having babies before anybody. Right. How the fuck do we start having babies in hospitals in this country and now we die eight times higher? Yeah, doesn't the, Whatever for that. The data doesn't bear out. But it's like you got women who go have children and they feel like the medical staff doesn't listen to their needs or listen to their concerns. And she was saying how, like, this doctor won't listen. He's trying to force me into doing this drug that I don't want to do because I had a reaction to it before. And he's like, well, that's the only way. And she wound up getting the cops to get with the doctors and change her doctor. And, like, the black woman doctor was like, yeah, she, like, like low-key could have died if yeah. we went that way. Like, but the Asian doctor was just like, bitch, this is what we do. We had these right. babies, and you ain't fucking tell me. I went to medical school, yeah. and I got this rolling. And fuck you. Like, <laughs> it was just, like, crazy as shit. So it's like having a child, that shit is scary. That shit is a real live thing. Most definitely. And for me to not have one and respect it in this manner is just kind of nuts to see people have them and just like, oh, fuck, nigga. You talking about? Let me make this money and know shit about the kid. <laughs> you want me to get this paper and know something? <laughs> Come on, now. Come that. on, now. <laughs> Come on, now. Cut, cut your uncle break, man. Shit. Come on, now. Like, uh, that's funny as shit. But uh, I know you want to do Casa Not. Yeah. Real quick, can I do my Y'all Weird of the Week? Sure. Big Red and them fucking feet. <laughs> oh, sexy. Sexy, whatever. <laughs> sexy red, big red, whatever. Number one, her feet are this long. They big red? Like, <laughs> yo. Those some big ass feet. Those some, no, what they say, you be stomping with the big dog. Like, she got some big ass feet. But she posted a picture on her story, apparently, the other day, showing how dirty her feet was after a night at the club. And it's just like, yo, the internet, remember when it was $9.99 a month? 
And unless you had a CD, <laughs> <laughs> like we, we're going to have to get back to the point where like being able to go on these apps and tell your business is going to, you're going to have to charge. Yeah. Deke said we need to charge motherfuckers $79.99 a month. Yeah. And it's an additional charge if you want to get on after uh, 10.59 PM. Yeah. Real shit. A surcharge. Yeah. Real talk. Like uh, what they call it, an annex fee. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because why are you posting this? It's bad enough that you, Summer Walker, and all they were acting like straight banshees. Straight donkeys. All, straight banshees all week. Did you see Summer Walker on stage having a having a twerk off at the concert? Cause Lil Meach was in the crowd. This nigga's looking this way. <laughs> like he did he like, yeah, so uh Look like some hoes over there. <laughs> some I don't know what these hoes is doing. I see some cousins over there. <laughs> over there. Like straight up. But yeah, shit, I'm just like, we've we we've gotten to a point where like Filthiness is like, oh shit! You turn yeah. as there's no because what, what do I say all the time? There's no shame. No shame. Like, do you remember? And I know people listening is gonna remember this. Do you remember where you weren't allowed to leave out the house any old way? Yeah, because you not going. Come here, let me look me. at you. Come here, let me look at you. Because you're not about to go out there and embarrass me. Go, yeah. go brush your hair. For you go out there, you look yeah, crazy. Like, all right, your outfit look okay, but like tie your shoes and go do something. What the fuck? Come back. You you know how you pose to look. Come back when you look Bro, right. Oh shit! And we've gotten to the point where like adults now is yeah. doing the dirtiest, nastiest shit just to like be funny or lit, and it's just like yo, black ass. But I like no, I'm not trying to be funny, and I'm a big. Fat footed. I wear a size 15, six wide. My feet are huge. My feet have never been that black on the bottom. That I played football. I've walked long treks. I've never had. I've hiked. Dog, this, I've, is, this is retarded. I've never had a situation where my feet were that fucking black at the bottom. And if they were. You damn sure wasn't going to see him. Yeah. Because I'm going to soak these bitches in Epsom salt for about a week and a half. Like, <laughs> there, there's no way that would be on line. Yeah, there used to be a time where the people in your house would tell you about yourself so that people outside didn't have to. And now, as we stray further and further away, it's just like, yo, all of the bullshit is, is on the table. Like, all the shit that used to be off the table is on the table now. We celebrate nonsense. And as we lean further and further and further into degeneracy and don't shame people for being complete fucking idiots or just doing uh, shit that's just whack, like, we're going to continue to have these situations pop up where it's like, oh, y'all like that last ratchet shit I did? Yeah. Well, look at it. Look at these black feet. How, how, yeah. you, how you dig that? And I saw, like, because, you know, of course, it started to go viral. People started to mm -hmm. post it on shit. My homie sent me a uh, joint on Twitter and was like, he's like, yo, look at the replies. And it's it's women in the, I'm talking about like women with like, that look like they got a little bit of sense. Women with like graduation <laughs> pictures in their media and shit. Like, why is y'all hating? Sis was turning, having her, having, having it her way. Why is y'all mad? Like she just living life. And I'm like, live life. Have it your way. Keep your feet clean. Keep your fucking, <laughs> your, like, <laughs> You know how old heads always got cool little shit yeah. to say. I remember like one of the niggas, he had his feet out one day on the block. Like and he his feet was just mangled or whatever. Yeah. The old head was like, come on, young boy, you need to start going to foot dog or something. You got to take care of your tires. Like, you, <laughs> he said, you can't roll down the street with bad tires. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't stop laughing off of that shit. You got to take care. You got to take care of your tires. Come on, young boy. Because old heads don't play that shit. 
Listen, man, call me bougie, call me an elitist, man. call me a, a, a foot shamer, a hood, a hood man. bitch shamer, whatever you want to call me. A bitch that take her shoes off in the club is not, is dog, not for me. Dog, dog. I remember. That's a huge red flag. That's a red flag the size nigga, of Russia. I remember years ago coming to pick this chick up. She was like, come meet me after the, after the, uh, we going to the bar. And I was like, all right, where y'all going? She was like, the happy end. Already, I was just like, uh, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't no, know. When that I pulled day. up, her and her girlfriends was coming out the club with their heels over their shoulders like the steel curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This bitches look like mean they, Joe Green. Like he just plays four quarters of hard nose <laughs> football. <laughs> big Ike Wilson. I was like, yo, what the fuck, dog? They, they, all they hills was like over their shoulders in their hands, carrying them like motherfucking uh, like ninja size. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I was like, yo, I'm out. I just straight bounced. Yeah. Like, she called me where you at? I'm like, yo, I got a flat. I just went back to the <laughs> blocks. <laughs> Like, I'm not fucking with you with shit. Like, you walking around on Main Street in Darby. Barefoot. Barefoot. What the fuck? First off, first off, what is the bottom of your foot made of? Because mine's a skin. <laughs> that shit gonna hurt like a motherfucker walking around out here like that. Walking around on fucking asphalt like, like it's epoxy floors. Dog, <laughs> dog. You ever see somebody who walk outside barefoot like they not barefoot? Like, how are you even stepping down with that much pressure? That don't make no sense. Yeah. Craziest shit ever. I saw that and was just like, yo, this is totally just disgusting for no fucking reason. And like you just said, I, call me what you want. I've gotten to the point where I soak my feet. I fucking uh, take care of my feet. Like, we do the work on my feet now. The, the, the whole skin scraping, you know, the little, the little green. Yeah. I forgot what you call it. But yeah, man, I fucking Vaseline my feet with the cocoa butter, put them in socks and shit. Like, I, like fuck that, man. You got to have good feet. It's no reason to just have feet that's fucked up. Yeah. And especially black-ass feet on the bottom. That's just another level of ridiculous. But yeah, go ahead with your Kaisenai shit, man. So, Kaisenai, I, and I want to talk about Soulja Boy in a second also, because Soulja Boy announced a world tour, but he's... he's it's just United States. He's not leaving the world. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is some soldier boy shit to do. I'm the first nigga to have a world, world tour and, world and not, tour, not, go to the world. not tour the world. <laughs> he, he's living in an alternate reality also. So Kai Sinat at AMP went to New York City. And they were giving away 13 PS5s. And this giveaway literally caused riots in downtown Manhattan. Kai, Agent, uh, Duke Dennis, and a couple more guys from AMP were all arrested. Uh, people that were out there, the rioters or the fucking giveaway attendees were arrested. And on top of that, they didn't even give away the goddamn PS3, the PS5s. No. The, the driver just pulled up. The driver yeah. saw the police come. So, oh, oh shit, no. I'm on probation. <laughs> <laughs> and pulled the fuck up. <laughs> and the conversation that we had about it behind the scenes is that youth is so dope mm -hmm. and so fleeting that when you are successful at something so young, you don't necessarily understand your level of influence, your level of power, and the fact that you need to exercise additional amounts of control um, when you're trying to do something like this, because essentially 
word from the Godfather, uh, Coco. Once you promote something, you can't control you can't who's control coming. Who, yeah. You can't control who's fucking coming. So it's a thing where it's like, yo, these young guys, man, they got all this popularity, all this, all of these accolades, all of this money, all mm-hmm. of this influence, all of this affluence, all of this fucking success, and they can literally mobilize hundreds of thousands of people at a given point mm-hmm. for whatever the fuck it is that they're doing. And you know, it became a situation where the danger outperformed the good deed that he was attempting to try to fuck to do. And it just became a public hazard in the name of trying to do something sensational and something cool for my fans, and it just turned into a complete fucking mess. So did you see the police commissioner speak on it? The police commissioner's stance was doing something like this is dope. It's actually encouraged. But nigga, you got to call us before you come (laughs) out here. Exactly. You can't go on your platform that millions of fucking kids, mind you, we're not talking about like uh, uh, Will Smith or give me somebody else. Uh, 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 Jamie Foxx. Or- we're ta- you're, you're a young, icy, dreadhead gamer video. From the Bronx. You, there's a different type of person following you yeah. or listening to you. You, do you know how many people our age or older knew, don't even know who Kaisenat is? Very few. You see what I'm saying? It's a very minuscule so like, amount. We're not talking about 30,000 like people who are like upstanding. And we're talking about like 30,000 like moonlighting little gang members. Like this is, this, <laughs> exactly. is, this is already going to be wild as shit. But for you to do it, Post it on the gram, post it on YouTube, and then just pull up where you haven't sanctioned this shit with the city. You haven't talked to the police about entrance, escort, mm-hmm. evacuation plans, yeah. nothing. You're, you don't even have a set location. You Meet me here. People don't understand. like, And you know, like that became like a thing in hip-hop through the 90s and early 2000s. Like, we just going to bully and shoot the video. But understanding, like, they, they be wanting to know that you're shooting a video because we got to shut down streets. We got to shut down access roads. Mm-hmm. We got to have an evacuation plan for if somebody starts shooting off a roof. You got to have it, medics, you, EMTs. And shout out to Rick Ross when he did the whole situation at his crib. Rick Ross didn't just have a bunch of niggas and a bunch of cars and a bunch of hoes at the crib. Rick Ross had ambulance on, on, on deck. He had fire on deck, yep. police on deck. You can't just have this many people in one place with no type of emergency plan in place. Can't you just do can't it. do it. Can't do it. And you damn sure ain't supposed to do it in downtown New York. This is just insane. Yeah, where it's already too much traffic, too many people on foot, too much of a log jam anyway, and then you're going to dispatch 30,000 kids to come out here in the name of winning a PS5 and you and have some gift cards. And, and you have 13 of you them. You got 13 PS5s <laughs> and 100 gift cards. It's 30,000 people here. And there's no way there's no way to reasonably dispatch this material that you have. And you know what happens when you get 30,000 people in one place and they don't start getting the shit that they think they're coming to get? Denzel Washington. I'm leaving here with something. Yeah. So, you know, did you see they started fucking with street vendors? Mm-hmm. Fucking up their carts, taking all their food. To, because it's like, yeah, this shit turns into fucking demolition, man. And we robbing Taco Bell. Yep. So, it's like, yeah, like, sh- shout out to Kasanat for what you tried to do. But you you at a place now where it's like, look at even the whole situation happened with Wallow. It's like, yo, yeah, we here Thanksgiving Day. Come get this Target money. And before you know the it, city the city was parking lot <laughs> is full. Yeah. Even though it's a national holiday, you said it, nigga. We out. That that people don't realize their influence. Yep. So it's like when you have that, and your ability, you have the ability to uh, mobilize in droves. 
you got to like set that shit up the right way before yeah. you do it. So what would have happened was we're going to have these roads blocked off. We're going to funnel all the people in through this. We're going to basically have cops with horses. You know, I'd be having the, 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 the Mountie cops. Mm-hmm. We're going to have all that shit lined up across this SWAT over here, major over here, Mo, what's it called? Metro over here. All of that shit. You're going to come in this way with bodyguards and a whole fucking detail bringing you in and a whole detail to get you out. We're going to have everything stacked here. People going to come through this way, get whatever item they come out. Boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Everybody leaves happy. News going to be here. Mayor come down, shake, kiss a couple babies. Right. We out of here. But the way it happened, because and even me, I'm just like, when I saw the headline, like, Kaisa not arrested in New York for causing riot, I'm just like, this nigga's insane. Yeah. Then I see what happened, I'm like, oh, well, he had his heart in the right place and his mind was in the right place, but they just didn't, they didn't create a plan and a procedure yeah. for how this shit was going to go, go down. And because the internet is still so new, there's still an element of the internet is not real. Yeah. That motherfuckers operate yeah. on too. Where they feel like, because they just talking into their phone that they're speaking into a vacuum. Not realizing that there's real people on the other side of these fucking accounts mm-hmm. that y'all are reaching. And in the event that you giving some shit away, mm-hmm. like I didn't got to do nothing to win it, just be present. Motherfuckers is showing up right. and they showing up in droves because everybody feels like they're special. They just deserve something, whatever, whatever. And this is my payoff for being one of your supporters. So soon as you say, come to Target, come to downtown Manhattan, come to fucking shopping bag, whatever the fuck it is, motherfuckers are coming. Shopping bag. If I I have nowhere near, if I guarantee you this, bro. I invented a shopping bag. (laughs) Shopping bag didn't even have freezer doors. They had the freezer you leaned over. I guarantee you this, bro. Me and you don't have nowhere near the influence of a Kai Sinai or a Wallow or none of that shit. If we get on Instagram Live Nigga. today Nigga. and say, hey, the first 50 people that meet me at this halal truck, we buying platters, we f- giving back, we feeding the hood, it's going to be 700 people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we said 50. Yeah. Seven hundred people, motherfuckers, gonna pull up, see the fifty people, still get out yeah. because again, everybody thinks they special and that they entitled to something. Yeah. I'm gonna finesse my way into the fifty, or it's well, once we in line, they can't tell us no. Yeah, motherfucker, gonna pull up eating, <laughs> <laughs> get out, and get in the line. Oh, this is just a little little yeah. shrimp roll. They ain't about nothing. I'm still. Uh, this, I, this, I'm, I'm gonna take this to lunch tomorrow. <laughs> like, like seriously, that's real, man. That's real. People don't understand the influence that they have. And then at the same time, everybody wants to circumvent the right way to do some shit. Yep. And that's the biggest issue here. Because this could have went off without a hitch and been like a cool thing. But because you literally employed no people to... Like, where's your people? Like, I didn't even see him with, like, handlers. It was like he just pulled up in a fucking... Pulled up with the homies. Yeah, no, I'm my man. He got the stations... (laughs) (laughs) Just pulled up with the homies, Oh, yeah, this this didn't go off the right way. My whole point is... Not to demonize Kai because his heart was in the right place. His heart was There's in the right just place. a better way to do this type of shit. Right. Like, right. that's the whole point. And, you know, I, I, again, I, I look at comments more than I look at posts just to see the energy and to make sure that I'm right. Because my thing is, when I see a bunch of people going one way, I'm going the other way. Yeah. When you see the masses, they normally wrong. And you know what I saw from the masses the other day? Damn, that's crazy. Booking little bro when he just trying to give back to the people is wow. I saw that and I'm just like, yeah, y'all are wrong. Yeah. Because... What? Let's take it a step further. Did you see the young kid who got his head rammed through the fucking back windshield? He got a whole concussion now, bloody than a motherfucker. Now, granted, you're going to have a lawsuit with the police. Hell of a lawsuit. But you got to go through that shit. Pete, they started charging him because it's like, yo, there are multiple counts of riot and craziness going on. God forbid somebody get trampled. Yeah. In a situation that you caused and they die. 
That shit. Where's the liability for that? That shit gets real murky. And not to mention, New York is a is a vicarious liability state, meaning there's no limit to what you can be sued for. I'll sue you for your motherfucking dreads, nigga. Like I'll I'll sue. I'm suing anybody and everybody who posted this shit, and my son get trampled at this shit. So it's like at a certain point, you just have to understand that like parameters are in place, not more so for like. Control, but for safety. Exactly. Especially in a situation like this. So when you see a situation like the Roots Picnic or, you know, uh, uh, Lollapalooza or Coachella, and you see all these different agencies of fucking police and the cops here, and they telling you to go this way, and this is the entrance, and this is... That shit is in place for safety. Yeah. We went to the summit last year. You remember how it was like one way in and one... We do that so we can control the crowd. Exactly. We're counting how many people here because if it gets to a certain point, yo, we you got to hold up. Like, it's just the way it go. That's right. why every building you walk into has a fire occupancy. Yep. We can't, we're not supposed to have 1,700 people in a room for 500. Exactly. This shit is a liability because if a fire sparks on that side of the room and it's only two entrances, we're not going to be able to evacuate... 1,700 people in the time that you can evacuate. Yeah, it's physically impossible. Yeah, like, and people don't understand that shit at times. It'd be crazy to watch. But I, I thought the gesture was cool. Just the goings-ons of it made zero. Yeah, and I seen it, and I'm just like, yo, you could have just, like, just got on live and ran a randomizer. <laughs> like, you didn't have to You didn't have to do all of this. Like. Or you could have just <laughs> rolled around, opened the window, and been like, yo, here, station, take a picture. Yeah, we out. Good luck. I'm riding around New York giving out PlayStations. Exactly. But to tell people... Come to this location when you haven't set it up with law enforcement in the city to be at that location is insane. Yeah, they're gonna take your ass to jail. Yeah, <laughs> like they're gonna up. take your ass to jail. So uh I I wanna cover my man Soldier Boy, man. Big Draco is going on tour and it's called the Soldier Boy Soldier World Tour. Okay. And he has 40 shows. And I want to highlight some of these markets because I had no idea that Chitlin Circuit still existed, but Soldier Boy has successfully mapped a full D market tour throughout the whole entire country. Listen to some of these markets: mm-hmm. Reno, Nevada. <laughs> Reno, Nevada is funny already. Bend, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Pasco, Washington. Seattle, Washington. Spokane, Washington. Boise, Idaho. Salt Lake City, Utah, Cheyenne, Wyoming, Denver, Colorado, Lincoln, Nebraska, Des Moines, Iowa, Joliet, Illinois, St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, Springfield, Missouri, Little Rock, Arkansas, Nashville, Tennessee, Lexington, Kentucky, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Washington, D.C., New York, New York, Boston, Mass., Burlington, Vermont, Hartford, Connecticut, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Charlotte, North Carolina, Alton, Virginia, which I've literally, hand to the man, I've never heard of Alton, Virginia in my life prior to reading this. Columbia, South Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, Charleston, South Carolina, Pensacola, Florida, Houston, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, San Antonio, Texas, El Paso, Texas. Uh, Yeah, I mean, he's basically running the Bible Belt gauntlet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, he it's soldier boy. You know what I mean? Like, again... You have a specific crowd that's going to pull up for that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you know, it's not going to be no astute people. It's going to be, you know, motherfuckers who missed a couple of years. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, exactly. you know, it, that's just reality. Niggas who wear them tall tees still. Yeah. <laughs> those, those, uh, remember them capris? <laughs> them, them with, the, with the strings hanging. With the strings hanging. hanging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Heavy on that, John. Yeah. Straight up. Like, 
you know, you might see some spinning rims in the parking lot. Right. Yeah, like that that's that's what's gonna be there. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a blast from the past. And apparently this has already kicked off. He started on uh, August second at Reno, Nevada. Starting your tour in Reno, Nevada is just funny to me for some reason. And yeah. then your next tour stop is Bend, Oregon. I don't even think this is a tour. I think <laughs> this is a collection of like liquor store appearances and and, and, and club appearances again? club appearances and shit. Uh so in Bend, Oregon? Like, do it have it on there? Yeah. Uh, all right, so Reno, Nevada. Is no, no, I'm just asking for Bend, Oregon. Bend, Oregon is Silver Moon Brewing. Yeah, he's just, yeah. <laughs> like, this isn't a tour. Like, I just looked it up. Bend, Oregon's population is 100K. Two, like, yeah. you know that show is like a 300 capacity. Yeah. <laughs> At the brewery? At the brewery? Yeah. Can I get a lager? <laughs> Reno, Nevada, Virginia Street Brewhouse is the venue. Yeah, he's just going to places. Uh, Portland, Oregon, Bossa Nova Ballroom. Yeah. Like, like if he was, he don't have a Philly show, but if he did like a Philly show, it'd be like Silk City, <laughs> right. shit like that. Yeah, his show in Seattle, Washington, is at the Crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, we had the Croc. Yeah, we had the Now tonight, baby. <laughs> to Now. <laughs> Yeah, we at the motherfucking now tonight, baby. That's funny as shit. Yeah, these venues let you know everything you need to know about this tour, man. And not hating on Soldier, but Soldier's just wholly ridiculous, man. He's somebody like Lizzo. It's hard to like root for him or like take him serious because yeah, I don't know when Soldier became like. And I, looking back, he was always kind of like you know cartoonish a little bit. Yeah. But it's like when did it become to where it's just like. Remember the, the dirty Gucci headband? Yes. And it just all, the, the him, the pow, pow, all that. Like, it just became super over-the-top ridiculous. I say man. it all the time. Soulja Boy, in life, most of us come to a fork in the road. Soulja Boy came to a fork in the road, and he could have been Will Smith. Or Nick Cannon. Or, or Nick Cannon or Gucci Man. And he said, you know what? I'm going to be Young Scooter. Yeah. <laughs> like, he didn't yeah. even choose Gucci Man. He said, I'm going to be motherfucking Young Scooter. I'm going to talk this gangster shit, talk this trap shit, uh, go on Vlad, do the most ridiculous interview of all time, and just make a caricature of myself. And he's just done so many distasteful things, dissing dead people, shit like that. People that you're not even really into it with, yeah. but you dissing dead motherfuckers. And y'all notice how every time a nigga have a problem with big soldier, they come up dead, nigga. Yeah. Not saying I did it, but you know. <laughs> Niggas be dying around this yeah. motherfucker. My favorite drummer. Y'all don't know nothing about me. <laughs> you ever seen that? Yeah. I used to sell crack. I was in the streets. <laughs> Are you selling it too hard, fam? Like, what we doing? What we doing here? I wonder if I still got that on my on my page. You like you said, my Instagram is back. Soldier, soldier man. But I, uh, oh yeah, here it go. Dog, this is my favorite soldier quote ever, man. I was in the street selling crack. <laughs> Rich my whole life. I didn't grow up on TV. I went to, I went to public school. I really shot niggas. I really sold dope. Y'all don't know nothing about me. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know nothing about me. Jesus. I went to public school. <laughs> Soldier crazy. Soldier man is a fucking clown, yo. Hey, man. Where we at time was? Hour and 20 minutes. Okay, we good. I want to talk about the fight from last night. Yes. Jake Paul, 7-0 and in professional bouts, if you want to call him that. 
One of his professional bouts was against fucking Air quotes Robinson. Pro- yeah. Air quotes professional bouts. He's made a, a seven, well, now eight fight career out of fighting old MMA fighters and sideshow acts and old basketball players and all this go- goofiness. But last night he fought Nate Diaz, who's for what it worth, he's a big time MMA fighter for yes. when he had his little run. A lot of people don't know Nate Diaz actually beat Conor McGregor in the first Diaz-Conor McGregor fight, and they actually set a MMA pay-per-view record with that fight. Nate Diaz was the man in MMA. So he fought Jake Paul yesterday in, out of all places, Dallas, you know, because now you can get away with anything <laughs> yeah. in Texas. Yeah. They fought in <laughs> Dallas uh, in a boxing match. Nate Diaz has never fought in a boxing match. He's only done MMA. Right. And he looked exactly <laughs> like he like, has only done Straight MMA. up fish out of water. Straight up fish out of water. So they come to the ring. Jake Paul looked very solid. Very, very strong. Had muscles popping. Looked solid like a rock. His whole training staff is black people, which I already kind of got a problem with. But Jake... <laughs> right. Little racist. Little ridiculous. But Jake Paul's getting some money. He had on... He has a deal, I guess, with Jordan because his outfit and his shoes was Cactus Jake. Ah. He had like a whole Cactus Jake joint going on. Lil Dirk walked him to the ring. Dirk had to be. And Jesuit Jules was like, yo, Dirk can't even get away with no crime. Because through a ski bass, you can see that's blatantly Dirk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Dirk need an eye reduction. Yeah, yeah. Dirk on a drill. He need a... uh, he needs ski goggles. <laughs> yeah. Oakley joints. Yeah, big ass DMX goggles from back in the day. But Dirk walked him out to the ring. Didn't rap none of the lyrics because you probably ain't pay for that. But yeah. he walked him out. Then Nate Diaz came out because he from North California. Who'd he come out with? My motherfucking, uh, uh, my, my, my for sugar dough. My weebles. My weebles, my weevilization. <laughs> E40 walked him out with that big rolled up Koofy Scully he yeah. got on. E40 walked him out. And uh, they interview E40. He's like, E40, man, you think Nate Diaz has a shine? He said, I mean, he's from, he from Northern California. He's from Good Clay. You know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Good Clay. Good Clay. I'm like, yo, E40 really don't miss a chance to be E40. He, um, E40 walked him out. They get in the ring, and Nate Diaz took his coat off. And I'm like, yo, Nate Diaz didn't bring a single muscle to this joint. Oh, no, I left him at the crib. No. It was so ridiculous. Nate Diaz didn't even have on boxing boots. He just had on Jordan (laughs) 1. I said, all right, man. This is anything. (laughs) This is just ridiculous. No bullshit. The, uh, The fight started first round. Jake Paul just start pummeling the nigga. I mean, just swinging for the fences, yeah. cleaning his clock. But you know, Nate Diaz is Mexican and he an MMA motherfucker. So you're not about to just like lay him the fuck out. He was hitting that nigga with the kitchen sink. I mean, hitting me with everything <laughs> he, he had. Go out. And Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz got to the point where he was walking. Nate Diaz would land like three or four punches and then walk around over it. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. So then the the first round ends, the score girl, the, the card girl gets in, yeah. it's Sweetie. So I peeped it, I'm like, is that Sweetie? And then it said at the bottom, score card girl Sweetie. She go back in the crowd, no bullshit. The rest of the fight, she was just looking at her phone, like flicking up to the joke, and she was sitting right in the front. Jules like, Sweetie, just keep refreshing, waiting for the check. <laughs> Ready to get this. This shit should be hitting any minute now. They told me. 
So the second round, second round, more of the same. Third round, more of the same. Fifth round, more of the same. It was supposed to go eight, but Nate Diaz was like, I want to go ten. So they added two They added two more rounds on, on the spot. An hour before the <laughs> say, yeah, this is ridiculous. No, beat me up for six more minutes. Yo, around like the sixth round, Jake Paul literally started getting tired because he's just swinging and swinging yeah. and swinging, and Nate Diaz was eating Every fucking thing he threw at him, dog. And Rob was like, I can't believe Nate Diaz is even still up. And I'm like, Nate Diaz is Mexican. He's going to have to hit him with a 40 bottle <laughs> to get him to go on the ground. And then stab him with the rest of the bottle. So around the sixth round, Jake Paul got tired and no bullshit. The fight started to turn around. Now Nate Diaz is landing shots and he fucking shit. Yo, Jake Paul went to the corners. Cut man was like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You just like <laughs> Mind you, Nate Diaz, cornerman, all got on sunglasses and ice. That's <laughs> the goofiest shit you ever see. And the announcer boy was like, this is just the, the difference in the night, man. It's just like, you know, you see two careers going two totally different ways. Every fight we see, Jake Paul looks better than his last. And every Nate Diaz fight, he looks worse than his last. <laughs> <laughs> Looks worse than his last. Nate Diaz did go the whole fight. Um, he only got knocked down once. He got knocked down in the sixth round, fifth okay. or sixth round. He Lost did a unanimous decision. He did get, but even the punch where he knocked him down, he like went down and like went through the ropes, like head first out the rope. And got back, got back up. Was like, come on, what the fuck, like <laughs> ain't about shit. He finished the fight, and um, it was entertaining, like a motherfucker. At the end of the seventh round. It was either the seventh, I think it was the seventh or the eighth. Nate Diaz had like his best show and he had like a 14 punch flurry. Okay. And was land and the crowd got off because the crowd hate Jake Paul. They was yeah. going on like <laughs> they was they they screamed, they kept uh uh chanting beat Jake, beat Jake. <laughs> and he had this flurry of punches that was like good as shit. And the bell rung and everybody was going crazy. And he got so hyped, he headbutt Jake Paul. The ref was like, you about to lose. <laughs> You best fucking round. You about to lose some point. Oh, yeah, this is the dumbest shit. Yeah, that, that fucking MMA muscle memory came yo, back. The nigga just and, fucking and, hit him and with a, like, yo, with a this, head. But at this point, I think I'm just over the Jake Paul nonsense. Because his whole shtick is he's fighting people who don't box. Yeah. And he's in there doing boxing shit like he's a real boxer trying to get in. And Jules just like, I want him to like say something to Adrian Broner <laughs> or somebody right. who really boxes and just get in there and Fuck him up one good time. I'm just like, yeah, it, it. I can't believe people were paying for that. But he, on the spot, he offered Diaz $10 million to do a rematch, but they're going to do the rematch in MMA. And at the, even the, the motherfucker holding the mic was like, sure about this? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he'd fucking kill you in MMA. But apparently now they're going to do a rematch because uh, he's like, I beat you on my turf. Now let's see if, 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 if you can get me on your turf. So they're going to do a rematch with a $10 million guarantee for Nate Diaz. There's no, listen. As I look into the camera, as I say this, <laughs> there is no athletic commission that is going to allow that to happen. Yeah. There are no safety measures, no safeguards, none of that shit. They're gonna have to. He's gonna have to show up in a fucking uh, a night suit in like, order to get. Not this trying to be man. funny. Nate Diaz beat Conor McGregor with a reverse chokehold in the image. Like, yeah, like, and Conor's literally one of the best ever. Like, this like, is gonna last one minute. Like Nate, like, like boxing. No, but like no. I can grab you and trip you and kick you in the face. Like, I can come out. My lead move be a flying a knee? knee. No, yeah. no. You see Francis and Donu 
is going to fight Tyson Fury. In Saudi Arabia. Right. And uh, Mike Tyson is his coach. Mm. Francis and I. Uh, Fury and four. Yeah. Fury, <laughs> I had Fury and five. <laughs> With Tyson coaching, yeah, I got Fury <laughs> and four. <laughs> yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. Like, you know, um, the, the boxing arena is very, very weird. Because, let's be frank, it's like we have two boxing worlds now. We have, like, Real live championship boxing mm-hmm. in Canelo, Bud, Errol Spence, Isak Cruz, Tank. And then we have this like Barnum and Bailey, Charlie <laughs> Chaplin ass boxing world where yeah. Floyd is fighting the great Muda and then Logan Paul is <laughs> like, this, this shit is just weird. Logan Paul is fighting Rocky from the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> 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 Logan Paul last night had his wrestling outfit on when they came out to the ring. Like, he had his full SummerSlam outfit on. And it was like, why do you have all your wrestling thing? Logan Paul was like, because you don't know what the fuck we going to get to do this. <laughs> like, this shit is straight comical, man. And because it's like we got this thing where, like we just stated last week, and walk with me for a little second. Bud and Errol Spence in a unification fight that happens like once every like 17 years. Yeah. Didn't crack a million pay-per-view buys. They did 650 and niggas is popping champagne and celebrating. But on the flip side, Jake Paul is doing big buys when he's Jake Paul versus Brandon Roy is going to do (laughs) 2 million pay-per-view buys. Logan Paul versus a Iman yeah. Shepard. <laughs> Motherfuckers, no, because Brandon Roy been working on that dick. I'm telling you, he's he going to be able to take, look, he's going to be able to take Jake. I'm, I, got, I got Brandon Roy in six. Like, motherfuckers are buying this shit. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather get 10 to 15 every time he show up for one of these fights. Seriously. Yeah. You know what I just thought about? Floyd Mayweather versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> this shit is nuts. You know what I just thought about? What I, I got th- a weird, I, go ahead, but I got I, I, I got a, I, I kind of got a weird thing about why I think this shit is popular. The, uh, there's an element in boxing, real boxing, that went on for the last decade where it's like you almost know who's going to win every fight. Whereas with this celebrity boxing, this Barnum and Bailey, uh, Siskel and Ebert fucking yeah. shit. Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller shit. <laughs> like, you literally have, there's an element of like, well, such and such might win. Like, there, there's like a long shot element to like every single John where like in reality, you don't know who's going to win. So that alone makes it interesting. And on top of the who might win the fight, the antics around it, like, because mm-hmm. some people are just entertainment over it, it, everything. It, right, right. Floyd, Floyd went to WrestleMania and fought the big show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they gave him 20 M's for that shit. But you know what weird, I don't know why I keep thinking this. You know what I think is going to happen on some super-duper weird-ass shit? Floyd's going to come back and end up fighting, like, one of the bigger names in, like, welterweight or middleweight. I wouldn't bet against I, did, I, I had the thought the other day of, like, because everybody's like, yo, Bud going to go back to having to fight mechanics and shit. And I'm just like, you know what would be, like, the next super fight? Floyd versus Bud on some weird-ass yeah. shit. Because they would sanction it. And you know Floyd would do it. Floyd's a whore. Yeah. And and Bud, my like, number is five hundred million. Because what's gonna happen is they're gonna keep. Because now you know what they they keep comparing Bud to Floyd, and mm-hmm. they're asking is Bud the best mi- yeah. welterweight ever? Eventually, Floyd's gonna get and get eventually annoyed. Floyd's gonna like not be at the jeweler and be like, <laughs> wait, what they saying now? And be like, hold the fuck up. And then he's gonna say some fly shit. Then Fifty's gonna say something crazy. And then you know Bud be with fucking Nelly and uh, uh, 
uh, what's the other motherfucker he be with? Um, the football nigga, Julio Jones, and yeah. all that shit. Like it, I don't know why I keep having this thought. Like you fuck around and see Floyd versus Bud on some crazy shit. That'd be crazy. And that would literally be that two to three million pay per view buy range mm-hmm. where it's like, damn, we find because you're talking about Rocky Five. Remember the boy, Legend versus Young, Old versus New, like. The greatest welterweight versus the current greatest mm-hmm. welterweight wouldn't be shocking. You know what's crazy? I listen, I'm listening back to our old episodes. I listened to uh, Let Chad Down, episode 120, when uh, Nelly lost to Luda. Yeah. And in that episode, we talked about Takashi because in that song, in, in that podcast episode, this is episode 120. Mind you, we're on 270 and shit, 250. Yes. We, are, we two years removed from the shit. But on that episode... We were talking about Takashi because he had just came home from uh, from jail and he dropped the song with uh, I believe it was Nicki Minaj. Yeah. And the shit was doing all these with YouTube, number one. Yeah, and all, yeah, that, all that yeah. shit. And you you on there was like, it's going to take some time, but it's going to get to the point where he's going to have like one of the young street niggas do a song with him. And to look up now, a couple years Kodak removed, Black. It, it's going to take some time, but to look up and see him have a song with Kodak Black, I'm like, damn, we was on the money with that yeah. shit back in the day. That's crazy. Crazy as fuck, right? Crazy as shit. And I've said it on, I'm like, he's going to eventually get, I said it on, go listen to it. I was like, he's going to get his ass whooped sooner or later by some goofy niggas who's just going to run down on him. <laughs> right. And then sure enough, he got his ass whooped in the gym. Like, we called all that shit mm-hmm. with Takashi. I was listening like, damn, we was on the money two years you ago. Might got to clip that up, bring that back. Crazy as fuck, right? But yeah, boxing right now is just in a weird space. It's just totally strange. So, uh, shout out to Nate Diaz for getting paid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You definitely gonna make some money out of this shit. So that's what's up. Before we get out of here, you want to talk about this Jamie Foxx shit? Yeah, no, let's do it. <laughs> like, you want to save it for Patreon? Nah, we don't gotta save it for Patreon. It's just kind of like it was annoying seeing it all it, unfold. The it's way very it strange because like we said earlier, it's like people are going out of their way to make situations, situations when it's mm-hmm. no situation to even be made. Yep. Why are you doing this? Stop. Yes. This is weird. Please stop. Please. And Jennifer Anderson is just like, yo, we kind of like you a little bit, but like we could stop that. Yeah. Like don't, she went full care. Yeah. Like, you know, we, 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 we kind of like you. Yeah. But we could we could not do that too. Yeah, we could we could revoke all of the like that we have for you in an yeah, instant. Like yeah. that don't even take no heavy lifting. Farrakhan don't even got to get involved yeah, to, to yeah. get you canceled with black folk. Yeah. It's uh, it's just a, a very strange thing to see because we all get what Jamie Foxx was saying. Yeah. At least you you would like to believe that. But somehow y'all missed the the mark. Bad. Yeah, I mean, the big-ass hashtag fake friends was a dead was a giveaway. Dead giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Jamie Foxx over the weekend, shout-out to Jamie Foxx for just being back and, you know, moving around and doing his thing. He got the movie that it's 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 right down the middle. There are people that are like, yo, this might be the best movie I've ever seen. Then there's people that's like, I what watched the fuck it five I just times. Watched? I don't know what the fuck <laughs> is going on. Have you watched it? I watched it, yeah. How is it? I, think I, it, was, I think it. it was excellent. I think it was good. Um, uh, John Boyega was... Amazing. Jane, they, they killed Tyrone? They cloned Tyrone. They cloned Tyrone. Um, and it's like, as you are in the movie and then you learning everybody's names and this and this, you're like, well, who the fuck is Tyrone? Like, because if he's cloned, like, but he's not Tyrone, like, who the fuck is Tyrone or whatever? And it's like a, it's like a, it's, it's like an element of uh, inception in it. And then there's also the, the, the underarching uh, 
storyline is basically like black people aren't safe in places that we deem to be safe places. Ah, uh, okay. And when you understand that, like when you get to that level of understanding with that, it makes you appreciate the movie. So it's like along the lines of like a get out type thing? There's some, there's some definite like social construct related lessons that are it's not just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, it's, it's a couple layers. It's, it's, it. it's, la- it's definitely layers, Okay, too. I'm going to check it out. But Jamie Foxx posted on his story, and if you've been paying attention or not living under a rock, you know Jamie Foxx was apparently down. He was sick. He was going through some medical issues. He posted, they killed the dude named Jesus. What do you think they'll do to you? Hashtag fake friends. Hashtag fake love. Now, we all know the story of Judas. In fact, there's a goddamn movie called Judas and the Black Messiah. We understand the whole story of Judas betraying his friend, Jesus Christ. Right. So I clearly understand that what Jamie Foxx was saying with this, at least the way I interpreted it, was one of my nut-ass friends was leaking shit to the media or Mm -hmm. doing some goofy shit. Yep. So that's what I took from it. Yeah. That was instantly what I took from it. Karen Aniston... Definitely caring in it. For whatever reason, screenshot that and then posted on her story and said, this really makes me sick. I did not like this post on purpose or by accident. And more importantly, I wanted to be clear to my friends and anyone hurt by this showing up in their feeds. I do not support any form of anti-Semitism and I truly don't tolerate hate of any kind, period. And it's like, what mark were you aiming for? And how... How don't you like a post on purpose or on accident? Like, it's, you either liked it on purpose or yeah, you accidentally. It's one of like, those, it's, you finish or you're it, done. Yeah, it's like, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And something I've said before that I'm, I'm just going to go, I'm, I'm kind of just sick of people going out now and feeling like I have to apologize when I know good and goddamn well what I meant. And y'all know good and goddamn well Absolutely. What, I, what I meant. Jamie Foxx posted, I want to apologize to the Jewish community and everyone who was affected by my post. I now know my choice of words have caused offense, and I'm sorry. That was never my intent. To clarify, I was betrayed by a fake friend, and that's what I meant with they, not anything more. I only have love in my heart for everyone. I love and support the Jewish community. My deepest apologies to anyone who was offended. Nothing but love, Jamie. And I'm just like, yo, I hear you niggas say nigga all (laughs) the fucking time. And you niggas never apologize to your ancestors, to black people, to the black community, to black church, the black pe- like we Hello. don't we don't do none of this shit ever, ever, ever. So to see that post and we like 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 what? I I I, I was just kind of blown away. Yeah, I'm just like damn, like. So you really could mean something that totally means something and people will curate what you meant into meaning what you didn't mean. Yeah. And then you have to explain what you meant and then apologize for meaning what you didn't mean (laughs) that they thought you meant. Yeah. I'm sorry that you thought I meant something that I didn't actually mean because I could now see now that you said that you felt that I meant that I can see how it could be construed that way. I think. I think maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. I'm not. I'm. I, I'm not the apologize. Not. Not when I know what I'm talking about, and I know what's going on in my heart, and I know what. Like, no. 
you took something the wrong way, you just gonna have to take it. Yeah. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry. Heavy I, on it, you will have to take it. Heavy on it. Like, <laughs> I, it just is what it is, bro. Like, we gotta stop trying to use this outrage cookie cutter and getting every piece of dough perfectly in the cookie cutter. Yes, indeed. Sometimes there just ain't no outrage to be had. Sometimes. A nigga just sick of his fucking nut ass friends. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like y'all on that bullshit. Yeah, nigga stole a Daytona out my house. No. <laughs> like, nigga took the floppy disk with the three bitches with the bill joint and then come, come out talking about, yeah, no, bro got that shit. How the fuck I'm supposed to react? I can't believe where we're at, yo. Yeah, no, society stinks, man. <laughs> dog, <laughs> society dog, stinks. Dog. Like what, man? And I, I never see this outrage of like just, cr- yo, do you know how many people have gotten like hung up and done crazy shit? Nigga. And you rarely ever see that fast of a call to action or call to response. Literally. Yeah. Literally. I saw a situation where a dude was snapping off on his neighbors. They was black. He was snapping off on the neighbors, calling them all kinds of niggas. And you, he was telling you, my address is down. And he kept saying his address in the video. He's like, come <laughs> see me, motherfucker. And da, 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 da. So black people from around the neighborhood and all this shit protested at his crib because he kept saying his address. Yeah. So they came to his crib. It was like 150 motherfuckers out front protesting and shit. You know what he did? Nigga left out the back door and put his house up for sale. <laughs> ain't apologizing for shit. Nigga's crazy. <laughs> Just moved. Like... Oh, Nick can't live on this block no more. Like, oh, shit hot over here. Shit hot over here. Huh? <laughs> Nigga left out the back and never came back to the crib. That's crazy. I'm shit. out of here. Like, Nigga had his punk ass house. <laughs> Nut ass house. <laughs> <laughs> He's still working wherever the fuck he works. Just minding his fucking business. Seriously. That's crazy. It's crazy as shit to see it, man. It's like. I, I I don't know. Like, like we talked about the other day with Moon, I exist in like the real world from back in the day where it's like, you didn't, do you, like not trying to be funny, Donahue, Oprah, all them, ta- all these people, we, people love Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oprah used to have the craziest fucking shows on her television. Bar none. Oprah had black people and white people arguing over the word nigga on the Oprah show. And the white girl stood up as Oprah held the mic on her face, the white girl said, you all call them niggers, but y'all could be considered niggers too. Because it's, it's niggers in here other than Oprah. Sorry, Oprah, you're not a nigger. I, that's what the girl said. It's niggers in here other than Oprah. <laughs> Oprah ain't the only nigga I've been here. We'll let no. you know. But Oprah's not a nigger. But no. No. by your standards, she no. is. What no letters, what no <laughs> outrage, what none of that shit. Jerry Springer used to have the Ku Klux Klan on his show. The Ku Klux Klan is an underground organization. Them motherfuckers used to come out there at one in the afternoon with no mask. <laughs> on network television? White power, what's going on, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. We used to be cracking the fuck up watching it. I don't know. I existed in all of that. So it's like, you know, to go and what's right and what's... I, you could do that all day. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not about to misconstrue a message that someone is relaying, especially when he says, what happened to Jesus? And he hashtag fake friends. You know, clearly he's talking about Judas portraying the 12 mm-hmm. apostles. Do you... What Bible you read? Yeah, they, they said, oh, they called to action. They threw the, threw the uh, star of David in the sky Bruh. and got the work. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. Well, cancel this motherfucker. Doing too much, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just 
society be a burnout sometimes. Like that should be frustrating, man. I don't know. But but that that just pissed me off. Yeah. That just really got under my skin. Rightfully so. Like, come on, man. Like, dude been through enough over the last six, seven months. Like and then, you know, like I I to me, I clearly took it like, oh, someone he was around had to have been leaking shit or to be Mm -hmm. the one who was telling TMZ what was going on. That makes total sense. But I damn sure didn't go down the whoa. Whoa, what you like? That didn't even cross my goddamn mind. Yep. I mean, in life, period, the biggest betrayal always comes from somebody that's close, close to, you. to you. That's life because because they're not guessing. My man Qua told me this shit twenty two years ago. He said, "Yo, he said he said typically in life when you go through shit, the worst shit you're gonna go through is gonna be people that are close to you because they're the most envy you're gonna experience, the most jealousy you're gonna experience people close to you because they're not guessing. Somebody on the outside looking in, they're guessing. They're trying to figure out what you got going on. Motherfucker that's close to you, that's envious, they know what you got going on. They right. know, oh yeah, because bro just got his kitchen redone and this and this, and mm-hmm. he just got a check for this, such and such, such, such. And that and all of your success is stirring their fucking envy. So your worst betrayal is always gonna come from somebody that's close to you. Yep, straight up, man. You got anything else over there? Got nothing else, man. As usual, man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Everybody in the YouTube community watching this video, hit the thumbs up, like this video, share it to all of y'all socials, let people know that y'all rock with TRPE. Saturday, August 26th, Sunday, August 27th, TRPE weekend. Uh, live show star Mona, after party Mona, the whole Don't Call Me White Girl crew was popping out with us at Reserve. Make sure y'all there for that. Um, and then Sunday, we got TRP Nation brunch. Tickets are starting to actually pick up for that. So shout out to everybody that got y'all tickets already. Go to officialtrpe.com. Grab your tickets to everything. We want to see y'all in attendance in the building, man. Shout out to 14th and Margaret for sponsoring the whole situation and empowering us to do what we do. If you're not on Patreon, get on Patreon right now. Seven-day free trial on the VIP tier, patreon.com slash Official TRPE. That was good, boy. Sharp, right? That was that was that was like the best. <laughs> we need to cut that. Yeah, that, 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 that was like the, that was like the nicest. You ain't mess up no words. <laughs> you was your breathing was good. Like everything was all right. That was that was excellent. Oh, man. Self a pat on the back. Yeah, like I Shane wanted to, I wanted to hop in right there, but I'm like, ain't, ain't, you know. nigga, nigga rolling. Yeah, nigga, nigga on fire with that one. God damn. Oh, before we get out, did you see? Uh, Steph got asked in an interview if he could give away one of his rings, who would he give it to who doesn't have a ring? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and he was like, um, I got four I would give away two. He said I'd give away one to Steve Nash and um, Reggie Miller. That's dope. Yeah. And the, 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 the uh, motherfucker was doing it and he was like, Yo, it's crazy because like you you be forgetting that Steve Nash don't got one. I was like, No, the fuck. No, we don't. don't. <laughs> no, we remember. <laughs> no, the fuck you don't, man. Like, some of these people with these interviews, they, the questions just be so ridiculous and the answers. They don't be having no facts to shit. But that was a pretty good joke. It was Big Boy who said that shit. Okay. It was just like, what, nigga? Like, we see that blatantly doesn't. <laughs> what the fuck? He ever get close to a ring. Yeah, I don't, did he even make the Western Conference Finals? Mm, not that I can remember. Yeah, not that I remember. Nah. Because even that year they won 60. Remember, Kobe and them took them six in the semis. Yeah. No, was that the first round? First round. First round. I think they lost to the Spurs. Yeah. Yeah. So, because that was 06. The Mavericks went to the finals in 06. Right. I think the Mavericks beat the Spurs. To go. To yeah, go. they to go. The West yeah. Finals. yeah. So, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool that he said Ray Allen. I mean, uh, Steve Nash and um, Reggie Miller and yeah. shit. If you, if you could give a chip to one motherfucker who doesn't have a chip, who would you want to see get it? Yeah. Would you? Yeah, 
AI's right there. Yeah, AI, for me, AI, no hesitation. He's definitely... Every time I met the man, he treated me like gold. He showed me so much love. He's He's been... You know, I never experienced the... Oh, he was an asshole. He such and such. He, he wouldn't... Uh, he wouldn't stop drinking a strawberry daiquiri to talk to me. Like, I never experienced that. He was always... Always just treated me phenomenally, man. Showed me a ton of love. So, I would definitely be, be AI. I... It, I... <sighs> it's AI or Reggie Miller. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Reggie Miller joint for me is more so like he played his whole career with Indiana and dedicated himself to being a Indiana basketball player. Right. Like AI was a bit of a tyrant in the later years of his career. Reggie Miller really like did everything the right way. And he kind of held on to where that Indiana team became really good. And remember they had Jermaine O'Neal, Ron Artest, they had uh, stack five Mm -hmm. and they were like the favorites starting that season. To win the chip. Bow to the power. And then Ron Artest went full <laughs> Ron Queensbridge and, you know, it was just like. QB shun. You know, because think about it. Even in that game, the Pistons were coming off the championship. They pummeled the Pistons. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yo, we're going to get a chip for Reggie. And then. No, you oh, is not. not. And then Ron went on and got his chip, you know, whatever, whatever. It's kind of like, damn. Like, Reggie's like, god damn. I had one last shot at it and just. <laughs> you know, because he had to go through the Mike years, mm-hmm. which is already hell. And then when Mike left. He finally got to the to the to the dance, but it's like Kobe and Shaq, Shaq Kobe. here now. Like, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? So, end of the day, though, it, it's AI Reggie Miller somewhere. I, Steve yeah. Nash, you could, you know, no. Yeah, Steve Nash did a horrible, such a horrible job in Brooklyn. I don't care if he ever gets a ring for anything. Yeah. Steve Nash straight told him niggas. I mean, do what y'all want. Yeah. I, I'm all. <laughs> My money guaranteed. So, like, oh, <laughs> fuck it, we still going. Did you see the rumble last night with the Guardians and this White Sox? I saw it and I didn't click on it for dog, whatever reason. I dog. Know it was Tim, Tim had Tim, baby mama Anderson. Tim Anderson and motherfucking uh, uh, it's something with a G. Gonzalez, Gomez, okay, Gutierrez, one of them is <laughs> Gutierrez. Gutierrez, I think it is Gutierrez. <laughs> I think it's some shit like that. He. Guerrero, okay. there you go. We was close. We, 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 it was right there. Like, you know, he slid in the second base, and Tim Anderson is standing over top of him. And he, like, just for whatever reason, just was standing over top of him. So he, like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, move, yeah. nigga. So he get up, and he just, like, stop doing that stupid shit and, like, pointed at him. And Tim Anderson's like, what, nigga? And they just started getting into the mix of shoving real quick. Tim Anderson threw his glove off and threw his hands up. So Guerrero was like, oh, shit, all right. Oh, this is happening. He throw his hands up. Tim Anderson swing, miss, swing again, miss. Guerrero dipped down and swung a right, clean laid that nigga the fuck out. <laughs> and they was like, the baseball announcer, they was like, if nothing else, he has a career calling boxing matches because they was like, he instantly turned into, he was like, Guerrero in safe at second for the slide. Hold on now, hold on, we got action. Oh, 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 Tim Anderson throws his hands. Oh, 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 this is happening. Right hook, right hook, miss. He goes down. <laughs> down, down those hands. <laughs> he called it like a perfect box announcer. That's so funny. then ESPN put up the tail of the tape yeah. <laughs> with these two niggas. It had they height, they reach. The shit said one and oh, oh and one. <laughs> and it said uh punches landed, comp you box, zero percent <laughs> didn't land. And Guerrero one hundred percent because all he landed was the right. I was like, yo, those that are crazy yeah. and shit. Tail of the tape. Tail of the tape. <laughs> 
Dog, and then they updated his Wikipedia about the shit. Dog, do you see that? Yes. Charlo, they updated his uh, Wikipedia, lost all his lost respect. Man, lost manhood. Oh, man. <laughs> Dog. So then the day, the boy Guerrero, his agent posted a picture of him with boxing gloves on at the uh, ballpark. <laughs> he gonna be fighting uh, Jake Paul. He gonna be fighting Jake Paul. <laughs> Bring this shit full circle, goddammit. No. <laughs> Dog, he laid that. I can't believe you ain't see that, John, dog. Yeah, I seen it right at the top of my world star, and I'm like, I should watch this. Dog, I'm about to put you on. Like, it's Jose Ramirez. They ain't talking about some Guerrero. <laughs> he got me saying that shit. Show the slow motion, John. You got to see it in slow. But don't that sound like a, like you yes, listening to man. boxing back in the day on the radio and shit? That shit was like perfect. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dog. Yeah, he peed he, a little bit. Yeah, he laid that nigga down with that jump. He peed a little bit, man. Yeah, but that call from the uh, the ref was, I mean, the uh, announcer was fucking epic, dog. <laughs> down goes Anderson. Down goes Anderson. Ramirez tapped yeah. that motherfucking jawline. They asked Terry Francona after the game, like, how do you feel about it? He was like, you got to admit, man, it was funny. It was, it was, it was funny. <laughs> it was funny as shit. Because, like, you can't start the fight, start throwing punches, and then get, like, rocked. Get laid got, out. Like, rocked on your back pockets. Get smelling salt. Wake this nigga up. <laughs> So then Anderson got up. They mind you, the whole bench is cleared. It was like four fights that yeah. broke out. The, Tim Anderson was so irate that his third base coach had to pick him up and take him off the field. He had to pick him up and take his ass to the Egregious. dugout. I'm just like, dog, man, that that shit was crazy as hell last night. I'm like, I've never been to a box, I mean a, a baseball game and a fight broke out. Like the yeah, bench me is clear, and I'd like to see that live. I know that's probably cool as shit. But Outside of that, I got nothing else. Yeah. The um, what a uh, yeah. There was nothing else that was like of any importance this week. Nothing of consequence. LeBron was coaching. That was a mess. Yeah, apparently, Bronny's okay. Shout out to Bronny. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got nothing else? I got nothing else. We out this bitch. Peace. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. 
I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.